3: Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. What's going on? We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network, along with D Gun Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. Hope we're all doing well, gents. How we doing today? What's going on?
4: Good, good, good. I was just looking at this uh video that um that uh I was just looking at this video that the D Gun just sent, and um yeah, the backyard is looking pretty good, bro. You know? What no, saying? no,
5: no, not no, not the backyard. Not the backyard, the deck. The deck, rather the back. Yes, the deck. My family, my family's trying to console me because they know how I am about my grass, dude. The, the dude. So, so you know, we had the big. What's today? Thursday. You know, we had that. Well, I did. You guys they had that massive rain on Tuesday. So yesterday, the workers out there in that tractor that you saw on the picture, and uh, my my daughter Tina said, Dad, uh, come here." You got to get that, by the
3: way, Xander. If you can. Get uh, a
5: one of the wheels, one of the wheels got stuck. So this guy's in the tractor, rocking back and forth, trying to get out of the mud it wasn't a mud but it is now because mm-hmm. he kept spinning the wheel here we and, go uh, it, it's my yard my yard forget see, that deck
3: you got a nice size deck man
5: that's gonna be sweet 17 feet wide 31 feet long man and I like it man and I said, see right there you see that mud spot there's a trench there you if we could put water in there but go bass fishing because <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna fix that i but, think it's just have how, a moat. Why, yeah.
3: make it a moat man put a motor around your right, house you're right it's a boss move
4: now, how wide was it to begin with?
5: It was nine feet wide, 31 feet long. Now it's right. going to be 17 feet wide. We can have a party of 50 out there, which I'll never have, but yeah, but yeah, I we got have a party of 50. What? I think you should. So I just I just text the family. We do a group chat all the time. I said, okay. And everybody's like, oh dad, it looks good, yada, yada, yada. Um um and I said, okay, well, who's donating to the new furniture for the patio? The text message went silent.
3: Yeah. If you could hear that. crickets coming out of your phone, that's what it would be. You, no chance. Well, that's coming from the yeah. D gunn Foundation. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, right I'm, I'm like, I'm like, hold on now. Now, when I look at that, I just see a lot that we can do. You know what I'm saying? A lot that we can have fun we, with You know, we, while we're there.
5: Yeah. We, we mean we, we.
4: I'm French. We. <laughs> we, no, we, 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 You know, we. See if play. Somehow, um, you know someway,
5: I got a feeling you're going to end up on that deck, you know, and it's going to get past me. So I have no say so. The I'm matter. there for
4: the grand opening.
5: <laughs> i like that is it
3: a soft launch or what? what is it what, what are it, we
5: doing it'll be, a, it'll be a soft launch yeah okay. but see that once they put the wood up they have to wait now we got to wait two to three weeks before they can stain it the colors that we want to stain the stain will be like a it's like an olive brown color and then the the rails will be all black okay and so like we have that. to wait two to three weeks because the the, the the it's pressurized wood that has the cure so the sun and the weather has to bake into it a little bit before they can Stain it. so we can, gotcha, we, can still, gotcha.
4: we can still party on it, though. Oh, yeah. We, we'll no, we'll, we'll
5: no, figure it I, out. No, I want to know, I, I know when my grass is going to grow back. That's all yeah. I care about. I wouldn't hold
3: your breath on that one. I would not wait on that one. Oh, what's up, Kyle? What's up, Anthony? It's not T for not, Tuna not, taking not, shots yeah. at Barrett already. This oh, wait. What is Tuna? Anthony, Chris, Daz, William, Adam. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Yeah, T for Tuna's
4: uh, not yeah, happy. Yeah, Tuna, Tuna's question of Barrett's loyalty. Yeah, man. I already got a got I rent my own. I gotta rent my own pole. It just so happened that my pole, is on the, my pole is on his um on his boat right now because I mean he's he's a captain. He used to keep the poles. You know what I'm saying? I like, mean my job is when we get off the boat, I help you know tie the boat down at the end of a fishing trip. I help you know we gotta wash it down everything. My job is to wash the poles, make sure all the poles get washed, get all the salt off them, and everything so it'll be good. And um you know I, I just usually just leave it there because I always go out on his boat. So I, I now because I'm going down Friday night, I now have to rent a pole that I own from him to go fishing because I'm not on his boat this time. I'm like, come on. Hold
5: man. up, hold up, man. You six five. Yeah. 340 pounds.
4: Why don't you go bruh. why don't you go bond store in that boat and get your stuff? Bruh, Tam, Tammy, his wife? Yeah. Bruh, I I don't mess with wives, man, because I know they'll cut you. You know what I'm saying? I know they you. will cut you. It you know what I'm saying? You. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not damn what well, I'm telling you, bro. tell ain't no joke, bro. No joke at all. So I mean, I you know, and, and hold on. This is the bad part about it. Even though I'm fishing on another boat, I still gotta go give her chocolate donuts in the morning. Damn, they're just rubbing
5: it in 20 different ways. They steal your gear, you gotta feed them, <laughs> and then fish against
3: them. And he's taking shots uh, in the in the chat. See, he's throwing
5: he throwing roundhouse right. I like Chris D's comment. big launch, grand opening. D got his new deck. Will I help you? Okay, Chris, you're going to come all the way from Hawaii to help to to cut the ribbon on this new deck. See, Chris, you invited Barrett. (laughs) uh, Rob, Rob, you invited Barrett. (laughs) uh, Barrett's wife, Sanji. She all right. She's invited. Barrett? Uh, still debating here. Uh, yeah.
4: oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Am I going to be allowed to go through the house? Or See, go Barrett doesn't need that.
3: an invite. You know what I mean? No. He figures no. It out ways to to infiltrate the uh it, 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 You know, Barrett might have
5: had an open invite if he had not backdoored me a couple of years ago to get past me to get to my family. True. This still sticks in my craw. I understand because, bro, you bring it up a lot. I know. It's yes, I mean, it still bro, hurts. It hurts, man, because I've done yeah. such a commendable job
3: of keeping work and home separate. You uh you you, you didn't let the Castans of both worlds collide. No. You kept them apart. You know? no. well, bro,
4: you got to understand this. I I know how to work it, man. Just just like his granddaughter, I brought her a gift. His grandson, he's now old enough to know who Uncle B is. Yes, so I brought him a gift on his birthday, also I mean, uh, on 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 his on his cousin's birthday, I sent him a gift. I, I brought him a gift, and his his youngest daughter's yeah, son, man, I, 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 I brought him a gift too. So I, I brought the grandbaby's gifts. You should be a B.
3: politician, dude. You should be it's running smart. for
4: office.
3: He is very calculating. He knows what he's you, doing. Man, man. he That's never give me saying.
5: no gift. He never give D Gun a gift. You know, I'm just saying.
3: He gives you the gift of his presence every single day, Derek. Okay. All right. See,
5: Rob, Rob you're not helping me here. I'm already hurting because of a lawn. Now you're taking a side about infiltrating my family space.
3: I don't take sides. I don't Hold take on. I like, look at this, though. You look see at, Mr. Tabs here?
5: He said, he said, hey, the chat will help you with the lawn, D-Gun. Can you they, imagine if I had all these people in the chat at my house? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> it would be. It'd be crazy. It'd be, it'd yeah, be I'd crazy. like to say it, actually. No, okay. All oh, right, you got it. You got. And you know, people NBC, that we worked with NBC still ask, D-Gun, how come you never invited me over? To this day. I'll get back to you. I'll get yep. back to
3: you on that. That's what I tell you. <laughs> to me. this day. I get back
4: you back. escaped. You're out of there, I talk, I to I talked to Rube the other day. Rube said he's never been there before. And Be Rube, Rube? A quick stand for a long time, too. And, and
5: we did pre- and post-game reports together forever.
4: That's yes, crazy. Rube.
5: You know, Rube, I love you. I love your writings. I love your, your knowledge of stats and history.
4: That's it. That's it. Yeah. You? you don't love him not. enough to, to have him at your house. Well, see, look, that's Tony, it. and that's that's not fair because he's right. I don't have the fishing numbers. He found his new place that I haven't been to yet. And he has secret fishing numbers for this, for these, for his for flounder that nobody else has. And it's on an it's, it's an awkward, it's an awkward fishing place. So you gotta know how to fish the place anyways. So you can't yeah. just go in there and think you can just fish it. Because it's awkward you probably just get hung up, you know, ninety percent of the time. But he knows this place that huge doormat flounders are at, and he won't he won't give them to anybody on the on the on the uh sea dock. Sea dock is our dock. And we're supposed to be a family, mm. but will he give us the numbers? Mm. No. In fact, my hey, boat yeah. and the bad beagle are right next to his. But yeah, we don't get the fishing numbers.
5: Well, it's competition, right?
4: Friends, man. it's a competition. Brothers.
5: Brothers. competition. Wait, wait, but it's a competition, right? Am but I my you, captain's? Wait, when you play football, did you give the opposition the plays? No, no, do, but
6: but, okay, but you on. have
5: friends on the other teams, right? Yeah.
4: It's the
5: same thing. If I got hey, a Derek. secret spot fish, I'm not giving you the, the the coordinates for the secret spot, bro. Can't Derek, do you're it. Not,
4: you're not helping, Derek. And
5: you're I'm not helping. here to help you. No, I am not, no. bro. You ain't yeah, helping, but bro. am I telling the truth? You're not helping, Derek. You're not helping. Hey, hey, Rob, when you play tennis and you beat the snot out of somebody, are you going to give the person you're playing against insight on how to play their game better? No. 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 Your opposition is to beat the snot out of them.
3: Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly right. You got you to, gotta, that's it, man. At the end of the day, <laughs> on Saturday, you want to have more fish on your boat than they have on their boat, correct?
4: Right, 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 right. Well, look, right, look. Right. Yeah, I'm bringing my mom down to protect me. See? I mean, no, I, it's, it's smart. Tough, isn't it? It's tough. It's tough in these in these streets, man. It's just tough on these docks. I like,
5: I like Adam. I like Adam Exploits comment. Hey, drop D Gun's wife some tuna steaks on the way home this weekend, Bear. That's it. Hey, Adam, that's, that's a slam dunk right there. Adam knows what it's all about. That's, you know, I, I might, I might right. even recant my my statement. I might even.
3: throw some tuna steaks down here. We got another story here. So I hear that. I hear that. Um, so we got some interesting stuff going on, guys. I want. I want to pose a question to you first. So I mentioned this yesterday. Donovan Mitchell uh, is, is apparently—I wouldn't—I don't know if I would go as far as say he's on the block, but right, right. Utah is at least listening now, which they should at this point. I mean, they right. traded away Gobert. You know, but they're looking to—I think—blow that thing up and just great. How, how do you
5: trade Rudy Gobert?
3: I, I think they've—they felt like that's as far as they can go with this group, uh, wow. and they have a new coach. I think Danny Ainge is pulling the strings, even though he's—I think he's considered the president, not the GM. You know, I don't wow. know. But, uh, they're listening, and they got a big haul, a ton of draft picks for for Gobert and and players. The question I have for you guys, and I don't think the Sixers ultimately have nearly enough to give, but but I think it's fascinating. Would you guys move Maxi for Mitchell?
5: Let's see. I'm looking at Donovan Mitchell's career stats. He entered the league in 2017. Yeah. So his points. Every year, 20.5, 23.8, 20.4.0, 26.4, and 25.9. Oh, yeah, I'm making that move. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, I gonna make that. Move. And, and he's, he's under in-
3: control for like three or four more years.
5: Yeah, and his, his career assist average is four and a half, his career steal average 1.3, and he even gets you about four and a half rebounds a game, right? And he's one. Uh 215 though so he's a thicker thicker version of tyrese Maxey.
6: yeah
5: yeah you know i told you you and i was on record saying i'm not trading tyrese because i believe he's a significant part of the immediate future and long-term future but if you get down to mitchell for the next what three four years i think i might let tyrese go for that i think i might do it
4: all right right. i'm i'm definitely gonna let tyrese go for that um when you uh when you you factor in what he brings to the table, that's that's an instant that's an instant um uh, trio that could win games because I mean if you let Tyrese go, you would also have to let uh you know let somebody else go too, and I think you know yeah Thibodeau or Thibel, there's gonna be yeah. a, the problem is right, in all draft right. picks, but yeah, yeah right. So since they don't have the draft, I mean, I think you have to let Tobias goes also. So I mean, I think that'll be a pretty good you know. Maxie, Tobias, that'd probably get the job done for those two to get him. But then when you bring in his instant offense, uh um, instant threat from the outside, so you can no longer sag and play that zone defense on the big fella down down low. Uh yeah, I think you you would put um you would put things you would put things in perspective then that you know you were you're trying to win now. It wouldn't be it wouldn't, it wouldn't be any doubt in anybody's mind that you're trying to win. Now you're trying to maximize all the potential you have for MB being healthy uh, going forward. If you have him on the squad. So I mean, I'd be, I'd be good with that. I'd be great with that. Actually. Showing me um,
3: Yeah. I mean, you, you look at Mitchell's uh, you know, his stats, obviously an established guy, still young. He's still 25. He's not old by, you know, by any stretch, right. but um, shot 36 to 6% from three last year shy about 45 from the field, really good free throw shooter, 85%, 26 points per game, you know, and you, you, to an extent, you project Maxie a little bit. He he had that huge leap last year, but you figure, is he going to get two or three points better? Yeah. It's pretty likely, which would put him, you know, in, in, in really good category, real good territory for a guy who only played a year in college too, by the way. So he's still really, really young, hard worker. He's costing you next to nothing. You know, it's a, I don't think it's an easy discussion. I think it's a tough debate. I some people say, man, I'm doing it automatically. I'm not an automatic when I look at this, but I think ultimately would I do it? Yes. Ultimately I would do it.
4: You know what, Rob, you're right about that because <clears throat> look at Max, yes, he's gonna he's gonna be averaging probably he probably average like twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-three next year. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um he'll be a guy that you could count on um uh, you know, as you go forward to to be able to fit other people within your salary cap because it's just you know, what he's going to be making is going to be, um, you know, pretty low. So right. you could add other pieces.
3: Um, yeah, he gives you flexibility. Look, he averaged yeah. 17 and a half last year. I think that goes to 20. Yeah, he, he shot it. I'll agree 40, with that. 43 from three, which is pretty good. Okay. Uh, real good, actually. Uh, 86% from the free throw line. You forgot he was that good for the free throw line. 49% from the, man, he had a hell of a year. Last yeah, he year. did. You know, and, he did. I, you know, a lot of people were worried, could he fit in with Harden? You know, I think you'd have that same discussion with, with Mitchell. Would he fit in well with Harden? Um, this is a tough one, man. You know, I, 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 the the edge, I think, to Maxi is you got him under control at least for a year or two more for super cheap.
4: Yep. I, Absolutely. Which is a
3: hell of a lot more than, you know, you know Mitchell's in the 30s. <clears throat> Give me
5: Mitchell. Give him to me. I want Mitchell. <laughs> Give me Mitchell.
4: You got, you got me wavering right now. You I know.
6: Rob
5: Rob in. makes a very valid point. I agree, Rob. You're right. It's an either or, it's the flavor of the day. You know, the biggest the biggest difference is Maxi's a lot cheaper. You're right. Um, you're not stressing your cap. But uh, as much as I love Maxi, you know, Mitchell's a bigger body. Um, consistency. Consistency. His whole career. You know. Um, I
3: neither guy's a great defender.
5: No, but no, I just
3: you didn't yeah, say anything about defending. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> why I, did you have to bring
5: that up? You had to bring right. that up, yeah,
3: yeah, but that applies to both, though. I think yeah, I, I don't right. think Mitchell's a great defender. Right. Person. Dang, T for tuna said I take Mitchell fishing instead of bear. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: oh,
5: wow,
4: that jab, that jab was deep there. Bro. Wow, that's, that's cut
5: like, deeper than anything D Gun has ever said.
4: No, no, it's not. You, what you, you you said some very hurtful stuff, man. Before, bro, that is not Damn.
5: true. That's the only terrible. reason he said that is because my wife calls me out. You're too tough on Barrett. Be nicer to Barrett. I said, you know what? Barrett can kiss grits.
3: Barrett can, can pound sand. All right. So that's, that's right, one exactly. Guys, for the life of me, I'm trying to figure out what the Flyers are doing. The, who? I, 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 the, who? the, the Flyers. I can't figure it out. Who are they? Yeah, uh, I, I know. The irrelevant team in town. The, the team that we used to talk about. Wow. Uh, so they don't have enough. Well, they don't have enough cap space and we're not willing wow. to move JVR to throw a sweetener in there with the first round or to, to open up cap space to go after good Okay. If that's the case, if you're in full blown rebuild, I understand that. But just last week you trade for Tony D'Angelo and you give him $10 million for a guy with baggage out the wazoo. Okay. Who isn't a good defensive defenseman. You do that. You do some other, some of these other like little move. Like, what are you doing exactly? To me, if you're really going to do this, trade away Couturier, trade away all your big name guys, and get first round picks. And and you're you're you know it. You're not coming out and saying it like the Sixers did with the process, but you're basically telling everybody, look, understand, for the next two three years, we're going to be horrible. But there's a plan. I think the thing that frustrates Flyers fans more than anything else is they don't feel like there's a plan. Gaudreau yeah, practically yeah. begged them to go there. He turned yeah. down more money in Calgary because he wanted to be a flyer. But the flyers basically at the end said, thanks, but no thanks.
4: No, uh, God, no. It's he a disgrace. Said they,
3: the, the way that they're run by right. Comcast is an embarrassment.
4: You know what? They actually said that they were never in the running for him. Yeah. They said they were never in the running yesterday. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You were never in the running? So that's free agent signal. available who wants yeah. to – think about, like, let's, let's put
3: this in NBA terms. If uh, – I don't know Durant or, or, or some of the greater players in the game are basically begging you to come back home. Yeah. Kobe Bryant in his prime. I'm not saying Gaudreau is as good as Kobe Bryant, but somebody of, of that ilk who's an upper echelon perennial all-star guy is who, who has ties to the area. So basically is putting it out there that I want to be with you. And you're saying, no, what the hell, man? How mismanaged are you? How bad is that? Think about the, if you mm-hmm. want to put fannies in the seats, Goudreau does that too. It's all true. That is true. Awful. You go out you out you go out and get a guy
5: with a checkered pass, you have a chance to get a guy like Gaudreau to add to it the equation and you bypass it altogether. You didn't even think about it? If if what Barrett is saying is true, it's not even a conversation behind closed doors.
4: Yeah. No, really? well, that's what I mean. They said it wasn't it it they weren't they were saying they were never in the running. Are you kidding me? You were never in the running? <laughs> wow. It, it just goes to show you're right, man. I mean
5: Where's he
3: from? South Jersey. Yeah, he went to Gloucester Catholic High School. Wow, he he loves the area. Wow, he he wanted to come back here. I mean, his his wife's from the area. They, and, you,
5: he, and you wonder why fans are turning on you?
3: Yeah, you know, the though they're they're angry right now, but that slowly is just going to dissipate into who cares. No, I mean, no, no, in no. In, in, a, in a week or two.
4: Rob, I think they've lost more in this fan base just from this decision alone that. I mean, they lost a big contingency of, of fans that were diehard Flyers fans. This was like the last straw for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are going to be a lot of fans, um, of concrete, hardcore fans, that are just going to give up after this. I agree. Like, all right, you know, they might go looking elsewhere. Uh, yeah, see,
5: they either I, might I,
3: look I, elsewhere, or they're just kind of checked out on the sport and and, and certainly yeah. The Flyers. See, yeah, I think
5: 100%. I think the stands will be packed early on out of curiosity. Oh, I, I think the fan, yes, I think there's still enough, you know, somebody said a long time ago, Is the new know, coach enough?" it's a, it's a, it's a hockey town, but there's only like 25,000 solid hockey fans in Philadelphia, you know, which I don't believe there's more than that. But I do believe initially because of the new head coach bear, uh, because of this new direction, that fans are going to go out and carry curio- out of curiosity and let's face it. X amount of fans already have season tickets. So they got to utilize the ticket somehow whether they utilize them themselves or give them the way to somebody who's never been to a hockey game, wants to take little little Johnny and little Susie to a hockey game. I think initially for the first month of the season, I think fans will come out in droves out of curiosity. Now, if this team starts to play the way they did last season, I think that will dissipate real quick after that. But I think initially you still have enough of a hardcore fan base who want to support the team, even as frustrated as they are, they're going to go out, they're going to wear their flyers colors, um, and they're gonna they're gonna watch it up close and personal. You know they don't want to watch it on TV. They want to see it up close and personal. And then all of a sudden they're gonna be if if they bottom out early, they're gonna be so disgusted that they won't go back to the games next this upcoming season.
6: Hmm.
3: I you know what, Gunner? I I get your theory. I just yeah. I don't I think people are so disgusted that they're not gonna be spending their hard earned money to see what this looks like early. I think they're just done.
5: Yeah, but there's a percentage of people the money's already spent because they're season ticket holders.
3: Yeah. True. So they're going to go out. They're going to well, go out. Yeah. If you're talking about people who are already locked in. Yeah. yeah but I don't think you're getting gonna go any, out. anybody for a walk up or, you know, obviously the way it is now dialing your phone or whatever. I don't think so. This I, is, I don't this think Tortorella moves the needle that much and nobody else does on this team.
5: This is a hardcore sports town period. Okay. You have all four major sports here. This is a hardcore sports town. And even in a bad economy, people are going to spend their money to go see their teams. And I just think initially, I'm not saying long-term, I'm just saying initially, I think people will go out and support the team initially up close and personal. But if they don't win right away, and if people get an inkling that this team is consistently the same team win and loss-wise that it was last year, they're gone. They'll watch on TV, but they're not going back to the arena.
4: Um, Well... I, I just looking at their roster, I don't see anybody right now that really moves the mirror. You know, the. No. the I, I just can't see it. You know, I mean, you still have a you still have a a, a really good center. You know what I'm saying? I mean, center line, you know, Sean Couturier is still that guy. You got a lot of value and worth in him. Why not use him to build towards the future if you're just if you are really going out and just going to tear things up you know yeah I, I feel like they're ha- good
3: barrett i feel like they're having it like it, it, early in the in the offseason chuck fletcher their gm called called what their offseason was going to be an aggressive retool is this does this strike you as an aggressive retool no. or a you know sort of piecemealing you know duct tape you know piece of gum in, in the in you know, the hole of the boat that's what it feels like to me. Well, and here's the Retool
4: for losing. That's I mean that's because you're retooling for a season for the last four years that hasn't been good. So right. you're retooling for what? Well, the other thing is you
3: knew free agency was coming up on what was yesterday, the 13th. You knew free agent. What were you doing in preparation? Leading all of a sudden it was we got to move J- JVR and, and try and dump his salary. What the hell have you been doing for the last? Flyers have been haven't played. <laughs> it feels like they didn't play all year, but it, yeah. they haven't played in months.
4: Exactly. Exactly. And uh, they mean an embarrassment of an organization. They really. I, I I really thought their core was you know because they had some core young guys that I thought were going to be really good. You know, you got uh you know Travis. I thought he was going to be good. Ivan, when they brought him in, you yeah, know, bro, all those bro, guys bro. around yeah. that 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 right in that, around that time, I thought that it was this is what they needed. You know, you adding that you know to G, and then you know you got Couturier, and and I mean. I really thought that that was the turning point for this team. They were going to get better. And then, then they got Carter Hart and like, all right, they finally got that final piece and they've got a goalie now, you know, and what happens? Nothing. You know, yeah. even Ghost, I thought, you know, Ghost was going to be, you know, just like his rookie year, but nobody really performed. Nobody performed. How does nobody out of that group perform?
3: Yeah, it's a bad combination, man. And it really is. It's, it's the lowest point for this organization from a team that was an expansion team in 67 to winning it in 74. That's incredible how quickly they got. They became good and won it. They haven't won a champion, a a cup since 75 and they are at their all time low point right now. They really are. It's sad for, for people who know what it was, even when they weren't maybe winning it, but they were competing every year to what it is. I'm telling you, we say it all the time. Ed Snyder has, is, is somewhere saying what happened here? like, somebody please take control of this this thing man because it is crashing and burning that's for sure oh man not pretty not pretty speaking of not pretty phillies don't talk about th- Barry like that <laughs> <laughs> phillies <laughs> dropped their fourth in a row we're gonna dive into that here's what we have come here we ones. go
5: here we go I
3: mean, I'm, a, eh, I'm not great i got time. be tomorrow right. <laughs> um trey thomas is gonna be joining us at one o'clock i can't wait to talk to trey man one of the all-time he's an eagles hall of famer all-time great eagle I, I was looking this up today, guys, with Trey. He played 166 games as an Eagle. How many games he missed? One. Two, One. Yeah. What? One. That oh, yeah. dude was an Iron Man, okay? So, uh, Trey, uh, Trey and and you never miss games. Well, I mean, what a yep. duo, yep. you know, those two were. Incredible. So, we'll talk to Trey about what he's up to now, what he thinks about the 2022 Eagles, the Eagles' offensive line, what he thinks about Mylotta, who plays his old position, a lot to dive into hurts because guys he lived through the uh the Donovan McNabb thing, you know, when he first broke in. So a lot to talk to with Trey. That'll be coming up at one o'clock. And then we'll get into some position battles with the Eagles after that. There's some fascinating ones. We're gonna do linebacker, safety, wide receiver, uh running back, wide out, tight end, etc. So we'll get into a lot of those things when we get back. So don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek uh, Gutt, Rob Ellis. My there, you go. there you go. There you go. Uh, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let me tell you about the great folks at Principal Financial Group led by my main man, Jim Murray. Uh, you know, finances can be tough. We know what's happening in the stock market right now. Things are crazy, right? And you want to make sure you're investing the right way and you have the right person who is helping you with that charge. And I found that right person a few years back and I couldn't be happier. It's Jim Murray with Principal Financial Group, whether it's retirement planning. 401k review, insurance review, you have a small business and you need help with employee benefits, it's yet another resource that Jim can help you with. I've entrusted not only my IRA, my 401k rollovers that I've had from various places with Jim, and I couldn't be happier. He is an unbelievable sounding board as well if you're confused on anything or you just want to just bounce something off him. You give him a call, 610-996-4751. 610 4751 or you can email him at Murray M U R R A Y dot Jim at Principal.com. That's com.
7: Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories go for the win go to ocean casino
1: resort book your trip at the action news at 11 with rick williams it's the team you trust to bring it all together the stories that impact your community a sports roundup for the locals and the accuweather forecast you depend on action news at 11 with rick williams
9: I'm done champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crap. So fake a mama. Mama, go. Up, up, up. She did it. Again?
0: You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
8: Uh-huh.
3: We're back. We are Sports Day. Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Thursday, Friday Eve, as they say. So, Barrett, we we got uh, people were wondering about the shirt. What do we have? We're rocking a Marvel
4: shirt. What do we have going on there? You're muted. Marvel Comics. Yes, sir. You know, this, this, love it.
3: How many have you seen, estimate? All of them. Every one of them. Okay. That's loyalty. Now, Gunnar, what do you have going on? I got Mexico? here, Calexico,
5: California, baby. It's on the border in the, in the desert region of California. My wife's hometown is right across the border from Mexicali, Mexico, man. Uh, from where my in-laws live, I can walk and be in Mexicali, Mexico in like 10, 15 minutes.
3: That close? That,
5: that close to the border. Yep. Right now, it's about 108 degrees out there. <laughs> man. Oh yeah, Oh, yeah. It's a valley. It's one of, uh, one of some, like 10, 11 towns that sit in this valley that's 45 feet below sea level. It's a desert region, um, hot, but it's a dry desert heat. I love it. Um, my wife comes from a huge family, and you know, unlike unlike Barrett, they all love D Gun. You know, they they loved D Gun for for a long time. I'm I'm like I'm like the big Kahuna in the family.
3: There you go, there you go. I like it. All right, I got the hoodie on in the in the freezing basement. So that's uh... <laughs> oh no, on a day when it's 106 degrees outside, I got a hoodie. On. It's always good. And I didn't do my run up to the uh, to run outside real quick and, and you know during our commercial break either. So I got I'm, I'm toughing it out as they say. Wow. Um, uh, hey, Mama Brooks, we we got it. We are during our pre-show meeting. We we yes. saw a little a uh, little, little glimpse of Mama Brooks today, which was great. Was
5: she was she was sitting behind him in the kitchen, and he refused to allow her to talk to us. Rob, that, we that's rude. We that tried. is very rude.
3: I I actually requested a roundtable. Yes. With Mama Brooks, Sanji, Ooh. and you know we'll yep. throw some other what bros in yes. there. That's <laughs> rude. Yes. It's rude. How's it rude? You
5: wouldn't even let us talk to mom, but you just showed us you just swung the, the, the your laptop around so we could see her. Wouldn't even let her engage in conversation with us during the pre-show meeting. Yeah,
3: we were we were a little it's, disappointed. It's so rude.
5: Would I been, do would I do something like that to you guys? No.
3: <laughs> We've been campaigning all all you know week to have her on, too, on top of that. So she's I, don't in town. That, I don't know
4: about that. I don't know about that. All
3: right, well, <laughs> just putting it out there. That's all. That's all. Um, wow. All right, some Phillies. Uh,
4: it, I'm getting Here we con- go.
3: Here I'm, we go. I'm, I'm getting concerned. Okay, they've lost four in a row, and 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 the not the offense has been non-existent. So, guys, they scored 12 runs in their last six games. All right, yep. that's two runs per game for those of you who are math challenged like me. Um, They're they're in the two games against the Blue Jays, they had two hits last night, by the way. They went nine for sixty-five, which is a one thirty-eight average, and they struck out twenty-two times in the last two games. You know, even those two first two games they won in St. Louis, they did that on the heels of pitching, man. They got shutouts from their starters. Okay. This it's clear they can't keep surviving this without Harper. I mean, that's kind of where we're going here because Schwarber's not scorching anymore when he carried you. No. And everybody else has kind of come back to earth and others still aren't pulling their weight. And I understand, you know, in Toronto, you didn't have real Muto and whatever bone was out too.
4: I don't think you understand, man. I I don't think you don't want to understand you or gunner want to understand bro. They went up, they went up to, um, to Canada half mass. I mean, they don't have, of course, they don't have the two guys that, you know, um, that they really need. They won't get them to the end of August, but I mean, they're just, you know, I mean, it's 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 not as bad as what we think. We, that's we what I've been out. saying. I've been saying that. Yeah, it's not as bad, man. I think we're going to be okay, man. Rob is ready
5: to jump we're off at, Ben now, Franklin, man.
4: We're, we're back down south now. They're back down. They're, they're south of the border now.
5: It's mm-hmm. the ebbs they're and flows just, of baseball. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be all right. They're the only team right. that's consistent is the Yankees or the Astros or the Mets or the Dodgers.
1: There's only four <laughs>
5: teams that are really consistent like that, Rob. All right.
3: Right. right, I Gems look at and this flows. and I see uh, Schwarber, you know, who's again he was unbelievable and he wasn't going to keep up at that pace, just kind of leveling off a little bit, which is fine. He's still been great, but you get beyond that, you know, Hoskins has been has had a really nice year, but you get beyond that, it's Castellanos. it's Real Muto, it's and, and Stott was good in the series. Don't get me wrong,
1: and I, and I like
3: him, but you fall off a cliff. Didi Gregorius, uh you know and I Veerling's a scrapper and all that that's wonderful. What else do you have with this team? Who else can hit?
5: Rob, put your hand on the keyboard right now. Put your <laughs> hand on the keyboard. Let the positive vibes flow through, Rob.
6: This is just a
5: temporary lull in the oh, action. Man, I don't go, think so. Go, Rob, Rob. All right, I'm doing I'm listening. We're here to bring positivity, Rob. <laughs> Namaste. I'm Seren- serenity now. Come on, Rob. It's not that bad, but I do I, like I text you guys last night when Nola and, and, and Wheeler get rocked in the same week. That's yeah. a bad mojo, right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, you know that's what? A bad mojo. Wheeler didn't have it, man. Uh, no, and it's no. rare that he doesn't, but he didn't last night. Uh, yeah,
5: but don't was... be surprised because when I gave you the stats before the series, Toronto's second or third in just about every offensive category in the American League. The record doesn't indicate it, but they're like number two. When you're, when you're right behind the Yankees, Yeah. you know, and some of those, I mean, so the pitching has been iffy for Toronto. What happens? They get good pitching in a two-game series and the hitting as well. Man, they were stinging Wheeler last night, man. Yeah, they were. It happens when he goes four and two thirds.
3: And he actually he went four and two thirds, six runs. Yes. Before that, he hadn't allowed a run in seventeen and a third. That's inning. right. That's right. He got stung. And and look, they, they had a they had to have a little bit of a of a you know a juice, a little push because they fired their manager. Right. And a new guy managing last night. So
5: I
4: that told it be- was gonna happen,
5: man. Yeah. My only my only concern is Nola and Wheeler are not gonna be pitching. Well, both of them won't, one of them maybe won't be pitching in his upcoming series against the Marlins. And what have I been saying about the Marlins? That team keeps lurking in the shadows, man. Now the Phillies beat them two out of three a few weeks ago. Yeah. You don't think they're talking about going to the All Star if it, I don't think it's gonna happen. If they sweep the Phillies in this three game set coming up, they're forty they're forty five forty five. They're at five hundred. I know. Think about yeah,
3: it. I, mean, I know. And the Phillies would be – well, at this point they're 40. If they sweep them, the Phillies are at 500. If that's yes. The Phillies are 46. right there.
4: I think, I think they'll go two for three. Okay. Uh, they'll go into the – you know, they'll go into the all-star break and get some much-needed um, self-reflection on, on, you know, how things are going yeah. forward. They'll sit down with the um, with the skipper and be like, all right, we got you. We'll just hang on a little bit longer. We'll get our our our, our – our big horse back and and, and we'll be able to run the race. The the good thing about the
5: all-star break coming up right now is it will give Rob Ellis some time to heal, whether (laughs) they, whether they win this series against the Marlins or not, Rob will sit back. He can focus on making his basement warmer. That's right. Um, Grilling techniques. Better. I may
3: start going blanket on you guys if you yes. see me with a blanket. It's, it's that cold. There's like ice <laughs> hanging from my, my nose and my earlobes.
5: He, he can work on his grilling techniques. Yes. He, he can you know he can focus more on pickleball. pickleball. I'll be doing some pickleball workouts and um, techniques. Yeah. Maybe do some yard work yes. and in peace, in peace, clear yes. of my sound mind and body. Yes. You know, so it gives Rob like what three or four days to reflect on uh, something other than his His misery of the of the Phillies. It's a tortured, gut gut wrenching season that they're putting him through right now. It's been a
3: roller, man. It's been bad. It was great. I don't. Here is what I don't want. I don't want them to to poop away all the good stuff that they build up under Thompson heading to the All Star break. You know, having you know, they could potentially here they drop two out of three. It'll be six out of seven going to the All Star. I don't want that. I don't want the other problem with that is like when you come back, there is not much time left until the trade deadline. I don't know if. Dombrowski's going to look at that and say, I don't really have reason to, to go you know, real crazy here and help yep. this. If we get those two guys back and they help, great. If we get tread water in the meantime, great. Right. But I'm not going to go crazy here. That's a concern. See, T.
5: Tuna, Tuna said Rob can get interested in fishing. <laughs> I have an opening. Dang, yeah. he just shut up. Dang, you see, that's Thank an you. opening. Thank you. He
3: just wow. He just blacklisted Barrett. Yeah, that's Woo. true. Wow. Yeah. You know, which you know, I wouldn't trust yeah, me with a grill, Mr. Paz. I would not trust me. No, that's for sure. Yeah, or
5: Rob, Rob, you could go the route of what G Meta is telling you right now. What did G Meta say?
3: <laughs> he said, "Oh, he wants to go back to Zach, uh, Zach Wilson, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Zach Wilson's uh, friend." Yes. Yeah. I. Some tells me we, we haven't heard oh the end God. of that one. We have not heard <laughs> the end, though. No. The, oh, the, the only next step in that one is going to be for the, the ex-girlfriend to start dating one of his buddies or something, or somebody on the team, oh, right? Wouldn't that be it, the teammate? Oh, the mom? my goodness. Oh, man. No, know. no, no, the girlfriend, the old girlfriend. He, he, the old starts, girlfriend. How about he starts dating, like, an offensive lineman yeah. or something like that? Oh, or be classic,
5: man. Or what? If a primary pass catcher. Yes. Can you yeah, imagine that relationship? Party. Yes. What if, what if the ex-girlfriend dumps his former best friend, former roommate... And decides to really stick it to him, like Rob said, and date a current Jets player.
3: That's what I'm saying, man, That's and then you see
5: her at the games or after the games, waiting for the teammate yes. outside the locker. You know how all the girlfriends and the wives oh are right outside the, the the locker room door, waiting for their the significant other. Uh-huh. Can you imagine she's standing there waiting for a start? Let's say a starter, whether it's his his his. T- a tackle that protects his blind side or, or a primary running back, or a top pass catcher. Can you imagine what that relationship would be like? Well, either either that,
3: it either goes that way, or, or like, well, head coach or one of their AFC East rivals. Oh. Right? oh, like I don't know who's single and who's not, but whatever. Like you know, uh, Josh Allen or Tua or whatever, Matt Jones or somebody like that with think- the another quarterback from an opposing oh team. God.
5: I think oh. it would be I think it would be worse. To, to date a current teammate because you have to be in meetings with them, yes. on the practice field yeah, with them daily, right. on a plane, uh-huh. in a locker room, team meals, walkthroughs. Oh my goodness, can you imagine a ten- And you know, first of all, it's bad enough. It's New York. Oh. Second of all, you know the media is going to jump on this and ask him questions every day. No
3: question. Yeah, well, to, he did the smart thing diffusing it a little bit with the joke about, yeah, my, my phone was off. Yeah, what happened? He, he's going to have to at least address it the first day of camp. You know it's, New York's not going to let that go. This is not some town where they're just going to kiss his rear end. He'll he'll, he'll get questioned. See,
5: G. It. Be- said, look at Rob smile now, see? Sure. See? He yep. got Rob to smile. He get off his miseries of the Phillies. See we that, got you to smile. Good job. Good Our job. work is done
3: here thank you uh, I appreciate that um, I just want to hit two other things on the Phillies before we let it go um, the right now wild card they're they're behind I get a sense that this is kind yep. of what it's going to be though you know yep. I mean it's gonna be a little bit of just all right they pull even they're up a game they're back two games whatever yep. right now they're back one so the Cardinals have third place in the, in the wild card the Giants and the Phillies are both a game back so Gabe Kapler and the Phillies now lurking creeping if you will. The Marlins are only three games back in the Phillies. I keep saying it. I keep saying it. So, big
5: series, man. I'm telling you. I mean, don't count these Marlins out yet. It, it's yeah. This team, you know, the, you don't, we don't get a lot of – we don't focus a lot on them because of the market they're in. Okay, yeah, right, right. But they're a good young team. They have good pitching. They have good hitting. You know, they go on these streaks though. They go on these winning streaks and they lose, you know, two or three in a row. But they're still knocking at the door. Everybody's talking about – you know, the Mets and, and the Braves and rightfully so. And then the Phillies are the team. People, you better start looking at the Marlins real close. I'm just telling you, yeah. they're going to be there until the end.
3: Well, and tomorrow, uh, they're off. Phillies are off today. Tomorrow, it's Gibson who, granted, he pitched great the last time out uh, Saturday. He went, he went seven shutout innings. Props to him for turning it around. But you know who he's facing? The guy we discussed yesterday, Alcantara, who's oh, uh, yes. you know, right there with any pitcher in the league. So, you got a tough one out of the shoot here on Friday, and you don't know who's going to be starting on Saturday because of the. They may get Suarez back. That's the, the good news is they may get Suarez back, and Nola goes Sunday. So even if you don't get Friday, you might set up pretty decently the last two games. That's just kind of where things are. But Friday's going to be really tough, man.
5: They, they, they beat Alcantara with, but that was with Harper in the lineup. Yes. They beat him with, uh, the series before. But now you have no Harper, no Segura. No bone. I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to bring it. And what what is uh, Swarber now? He's over for, for twelve in his last three games. Is last that correct? Seven for,
3: games. He's two for twenty
5: eight. Two for twenty eight. And let me guys, streaky two hits. Yeah. was a one, hit home run. Uh,
3: one at least one was a home run. Yeah, he's he's uh he's got a one thirty three on base in his last seven games. But look, I, you can't keep asking this dude to do what he was doing. No, no. You know, on, on top You're gonna of pitch it, him different. Of course, yeah. And well, the other thing you're seeing is they figured out like Derek Hall, they yeah. figured him out. Yeah. Um, you know, and Castellanos still isn't providing you much, and that hurts. And Probably you know what? You, need, you really need Stott to get going. Stott needs to get going, big time. True, that's true. He's been good. He's been good lately. Better numbers aren't good, but better.
5: Well, he's at least won't he had at least he had one of the two hits last night. <laughs> it yeah, it, one was he's right. actually be
3: good in the field too. But and matter of fact, he drove in there only two runs. So, I mean. Yeah. What, what, you know, what else can be interesting to see how Rob Thompson handles a little bit of adversity here yes. as the, you know, the, the not that he hasn't, he, he had to deal with Harper. I'm talking like losing adversity. Cause the team yes. had been pretty, pretty consistent. They don't lose more than two in a row or any of that four in a row for the first time, how he reacts to that. And the team reacts off of it too. Certainly keep your eye on that. That's for sure. Um, baseball wise just to, to catch everybody up if they haven't been paying attention you mentioned the yankees Derek 62 yep. and 26 yes. uh, on this season. they keep rolling um they're they're they are they are on pace to maybe have the all-time wins mark Jeez. Uh, astros are at 57 wins uh they're ten i mean seattle's 5 games over 500 and they're 11 back in their division and that's something in the AL West um beyond that you know the dodgers are playing great no surprise there the, the, you know, the, the NL West is – San Fran's been okay. Like, there are three games of 500. Right, right. But the Dodgers and the Padres, even though it's eight, it's an eight-and-a-half point – or an eight-and-a-half game, excuse me. Uh, Dude, they, were just, they were just neck and neck three weeks ago. Now the Padres are eight-and-a-half back. Well, the Dodgers have won Jeez. eight out of ten, and the Padres have lost six out of ten. So that contributed to that. Hey, we got to give a shout-out to the
5: Baltimore Orioles. Yes. They've won ten in a row. Yes. And they're
3: over 500. I'm thinking –
6: what yeah. the Orioles, oh, right, right, right?
3: The Orioles' payroll is less than the contract that Scherzer signed. Uh, with jeez. The Mets. jeez. so
5: and they're balling right now,
3: they are. And they're they, you remember, they had that little run a couple of years ago at Adam Jones, a couple other good players, right? Right, and, right, yeah. And they ended up, you know, just kind of making moves and, and trading away all those parts because they can't, unfortunately, can't afford them. But what they did was when they traded those guys, they get really you know quality draft picks and prospects and all that, and you're starting to see it now, man. These guys are starting to play, and I think they have a good manager too. Flyers should take note of what the uh, how the Orioles handled their business, but yeah, it was good stuff. It was really really good stuff. You
4: have a good manager too, you know. what I'm saying like, like he's he's going these guys, he's going to rally the troops, man. You know he just this is the law. Yeah, you know no, man, look, Barrett, I
3: buy it too. The, the the thing that strikes me about Thompson is he's just. He's an even-keeled dude. He's not going to go crazy. Go And look, you're right. I mean, all things considered, this series was going to be tough anyway because you yes. were so shorthanded. Yep. But I, I think it's just a combination. The lack of offense, it feels like they were kind of doing it with mirrors a little bit without Harper, and now it's really starting to catch up with them. Um, you just wish, even, even if you get Segura back a little bit earlier, you know, because you're probably looking at the – end of august for harper and and yeah, segura yeah, that's yeah. still a long ways off man that's just, six yeah, weeks
5: yeah just don't rush them don't rush them back too soon you can't do that whatever no, you can't. do don't no, rush him back. you're gonna have to it's like uh it's like the, the calm before the storm you gotta weather the storm you know and i think i still think they have the team that can weather the storm i don't want this team to get real panicky and start making multitudes of moves i don't think they will but, you know, and mess up the whole chemistry and continuity of what they had yes. up to this point. Yeah, yes. that's the big concern. don't don't get edgy and start making all these moves because you're panicking.
4: I don't
3: I, you know, I, I dabrowski has been through this so many times that I don't I don't see a panicky kind of thing, but I would still like him to do something here. You need a little jolt, man. Like, you need a little – if you get a center fielder, even if he's not great, someone who's just a big leaguer, a serviceable guy, they got to do something here. This They need a jolt of offense. They need a a, a power bat, something. They need something here.
5: Uh, When I look at the teams the Phillies play, you know, we we do focus a lot on the the Phillies' uh, center field situation. And I look at some of the teams they play, the Marlins, Mets, Braves, uh, Cardinals. Dude, they have center fielders that can just run like gazelles. Yeah, man. they can go get it. Yep. They can go get it, man. And you know, and you're right, Rob, they do need something a little bit better in the center field position, but I think it's gonna it, it is what it is. I don't think you're gonna get it. I, I just don't.
3: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean and, and teams know that the, the problem you have too is teams know how desperate you are and what your needs are. Yep. So they're not blind to this. Yep. You know, and, and they're gonna they're want gonna a little bit more. That's they're right. Hold you up, That's right. Man. They're, they're gonna hold you up for starting pitching, they're gonna hold you up for for center field, uh, you know, and this again, how many times do we say this, right? In every sport, where this this is where bad drafting gets you, because you have nobody to, to turn to in your minor league system, you know. Whereas the good teams do, the Dodgers do, Yankees they can they can sustain yep. these kind Cardinals, of yeah. yeah. And uh, and to the Phillies' credit, I know we're not talking about just some minor little piece. When you lose an MVP, that's a huge deal, and I get it. It's Bryce Harper. It's a big deal, but. The, the fact that you don't have anybody. The other thing that's hurt is that, that Harper hasn't been able to play all year in the, well, a long time in the field before he got hurt. And we've had to look at Castellanos playing right field. He, guys, he misplays balls every night, even if it's not obvious stuff. Like balls, he should he should uh, uh, play aggressively and come in on. He lays back on, and they bounce in front of him, and
4: he has no arm, so they run on him. Uh, it's it, it's brutal. So what do I you mean, do? I mean, he's not doing anything with his bat, so – Will you put Herrera there and then slide no. Beerling over? I mean what what can you do?
3: Yeah, I I don't that no Barry, I don't think there's, You can do. There's nothing. No, I'm not saying it like no. the the Phillies are making a mistake. You, you have to just keep running him out. You do. You can't you can't change it. Like it's you're stuck. You literally are stuck. It's it's just even if Harper came back, I don't think we're ever going to ever, not ever. I don't think we're going to see him this year play in the field because of that elbow. So you would have right. been stuck with Castellanos anyway. Um I'm surprised they're not working him in a little bit more as the DH. They've been using Derek Hall as the DH, and you're right, Barry. That's where you could see a scenario. Maybe you throw Veerling and right. I yep. can't believe what I'm saying yep. this. And Herrera and Center. Here we go.
5: Ugh. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here I'm we like go.
3: Da- I'm half gagging when I say it, but I mean maybe that's something. You know, you 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 uh, you look I mean, at really, it. That-
4: used to third, he plays third and center. That's it.
3: Um, Casty, yeah, and I don't think Castellanos is an infielder anymore. Like he's he almost has to be in either one of the corner outfield spots. Right, and yeah, the problem you have too is like, and Schwarber has done a pretty decent, okay, job in left field, considering. But Uh, neither one of those guys are really outfielders. I mean, they they should both be either playing. Schwarber should be on first or DHing. Um, and and Hoskins can only play first. They try they did the experiment with him a few years ago playing left field. It just wasn't for him. That, and, and that was yeah. He's had a good year. I don't really want to mess with him anyway. I'd rather keep him where he is. Um, but it's not easy, man. It is not easy. That's for sure. So basically what you're saying is uh,
5: the Phillies are a team of misfits.
3: Yes. Well, they they, they were built to hit. Uh, to hit. To hit. Yeah. They were built to absolute, uh, out-hit all their flaws. They were built to overcome poor fielding. They were built to uh, – yeah, I mean, Dombrowski put them together knowing – all right, these guys are going to slug, but I, it's not a great option. The, he thought, too, to his defense that Castellanos was going to be a DH. So you weren't going to be dealing with him in the field. Harper was going to be playing right. So I will give him that much, but he's it's still a poorly constructed team. Well, Rob, um,
4: how is Castellanos this bad, though? I, mean, I, I thought that I, was a
3: great signing going into this year. I did, too. I can't explain. I, I think it's just maybe the pressure, and it's just, you know, snowballs, Barrett, and get and you know how it is. Sometimes guys sign those big deals. And there's a different kind of expectation on you. He also is coming. He he's played, although he was in Chicago, you know, but he's played in, you know, Cincinnati and Detroit where maybe there is isn't the same kind of, you know, level of expectation on him where there is here. And he's making a lot of money. And I think it's compounding itself every time, but he's an autumn. He's an easy out. If you, if you pitch him outside, if you, if you work him outside, he's going to chase it. He's going to strike out. The only time usually he gets hits is if you make a mistake inside and the pitcher just flat out makes a mistake because they know what the book is on him. That's mm. for sure. All right, so we will uh, we'll turn our sights to football. So a couple of things. Trey Thomas is going to be joining us in a second. In addition to talking to Trey about his career, about the present-day Eagles, we're going to dive into the position battles that the Eagles have. Now, some of these you might say there's not much of a battle. We know it's Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Where it starts to get interesting is after that. How many receivers are they going to keep? Who are the guys who are going to survive? What do you do about the return game? It's it's sort of like the, the position inside of the position. So we'll do that stuff when we get back as well. Let's get a quickie here. We'll come back. Trey's going to join us. D-Gut, B-Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. All right, I want to tell you about Pro Action Restoration. Pro Action Restoration, if you're not familiar They can help you out in a big way. Look, nobody wants to deal with fire damage, smoke damage, water damage to their house, to their basement, to the crawl space, whatever the case may be. But if it does happen to you, these are the people that you want to call. And they are on call 24 hours, seven days a week. I've gone through it. I got them. I I had a problem at my parents' house. I called them on a Saturday. They were right over there. They cleaned it up. It was reasonable. The the crew was amazing. Uh, And we stayed in touch. And ever since then, man, I thought, you know what? I want to turn people on to what's going on with Pro Action Restoration. They're licensed, bonded, and fully insured. They've been serving the tri state area for more than two decades. Pro Action will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, whether it's water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you see some mold, you think you might have some issues, you got to get that taken care of ASAP. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call 610 623 3760, 610 623 3760 or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com.
7: Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the for the win. Go to
1: Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at TheOceanAC.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams.
9: slam dunk champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go to writer, go to look, to fake Mama. Mama, go Oh, mama. She did it.
0: Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
8: Uh-huh.
3: everybody, happy Thursday to you. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, I'm Rob Ellis. All right, we are thrilled to be joined by our next guest. He was a rock, a steady island himself, and we got to get to that background right there, man, but Eagles offensive lineman drafted 11th overall in 1998, played here for more than a decade, missed one, one game as an Eagle, as an man. (laughs) one and only William Trey Thomas. What up, Trey? Hey,
10: I'm chilling, man. How are you guys doing today? Where doing are you, great, man? bro. That, that is a great view behind you, man. Oh, yeah, no man. Car. You see the ambiance? I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> nothing like hanging out in a winery in the middle of the day, man. You know? That's what I like to do. <laughs> that man loves his wineries. Bite. He loves yeah, his wineries. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a nice, warm day. Get a nice little slushy. You, know, you know what I'm saying. Up. Just hanging out, man. Just wait, relax. Wait,
5: is that a wine
10: slushy? Yeah, where of can people get is. those?
3: Where can they get those, Trey? Oh,
5: slushies. right
10: now I'm at um, Blue Cork Winery over in Monroe, New Jersey. Beautiful location. Uh, Angelo and Michelle, man, this uh, location has been open now for probably like five or six years now, man. I really, really. I really am digging this winery, man, just because of, you know, when you look at the vineyard and everything, you could tell the attention to detail out here is just on something different, man. So I really like coming out here and hanging out. So how many wineries do you visit a summer? Oh man, I, I bounce around to quite a few, you know, uh, cause my son is going over to, going to Westchester in the fall. So I've been um, going to um, some wineries over in PA. I like the wineries in PA just because of the different levels you have there with the, with the scenery and everything. But New Jersey is definitely one of my favorite ones. I'm always at a winery at least two three times a week. Yeah, you
4: know, when that I goes. That goes with you. Yeah, that goes with you, yeah. you know, what you do, what you do as far as painting and wine, man. It's that's a nice, yeah. it's a nice venture, man. You do it. He does a lot with the NFL, uh, you know, as far as having uh, we do a wine tasting as we're doing on uh, virtually painting and everything. He teaches you how to paint and everything, man. I love it, bro. Yeah. What's it called, yeah. Trey? Right, for people who may not know.
10: Oh, uh, my art studio is Pinot's Palette. It's Pinot's Palette, Palette that's in Cherry Hill. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, this has been my latest thing, man. I've been checking out a lot of different wineries because I have some property in Florida that I'm kind of tossing around the idea. So I've been just going to a lot of different wineries, seeing what I like. Um, Angelo um, here at Blue Cork told me he'll take me under his wing. So I'm going to start working with him um, in the next couple of weeks to kind of start learning the business of making wine and everything. So, you know, just something different, man. Keeping myself busy. So how did
5: you come up with with a name for your art gallery?
10: Uh, well, that's a uh, that's a franchise. So uh, we kind of just bought into that as a franchise. That was the name of it, Pinot's Palette. So yeah, so I, 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 the name was already there for that one. So yeah.
3: Now Trey, yeah. I got to ask you about last year. I know you coached offensive linemen down at the IMG Academy. How, how did that go, man? Did you enjoy that? Uh-huh.
10: I really enjoyed that experience. Um, being able to work with some of those guys. I mean, when you go back. You know, IMG is a little different atmosphere just because, I mean, this is not the typical high school right. uh, offensive line that you're dealing with, man. I mean, my offensive line average – I think our average side was probably about 6'2", 6'3", 320. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. My, you know, <laughs> I mean, we were just like professional. I mean, my guys take the field, man. And I mean, you know, and, and you know, I coached them the way I was coached, um, you know, and, and I thought that it was just a really – fun experience and then to see my guys move on to the next level i thought was uh really fun too my my left tackle tyler booker went to alabama my right guard Alu bob went to georgia uh my center uh dylan lopez he went to uh uh oregon state and then one of my other guards he went to um he went to um, east carolina and then my other backup guys that were juniors or my, the guys that were juniors my left tackle and. Uh, my right guard—I mean, they're top of their class. So you know, um, they'll probably be going to any top. one of them has already committed to Florida. Then I don't know—I'm not sure where the other one is going to be going. But yeah, man, I thought it was a really cool experience just to be down there. Nice. You got your boy Juan. You you coach him like Juan. Just go, come on, let's go, guys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly the way Juan taught us. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of the same techniques um, when it came to come to pass protection. You know, because when I coach, like I spin. Way more time in pass protection than I do in run blocking, just because I mean it's the hardest thing to teach. Yep, you know, yep. so it's a it's a lot of time that's put into it. Um, so now I'm back up here in New Jersey. My son will be starting his uh, sophomore year at Shawnee, so you know it's going to be fun, man. Right now I'm just working with him and making sure I get him up to speed. So
5: that's so cool. so grade yourself as a teacher of young men, the craft that you perfected as a professional athlete. How do you think? Oh, you I'm, did?
10: Excellent. Okay. I'm excellent. I'm excellent. All right. I, I, I still had the guys call me to this day, you know, where they, I'm, I told them all the time, like, look, man, I'm a coach. You know, I'll never take on another high school group like that again. But if you guys ever want, need me, I'm there. And they always call me if they have any questions about anything. Yeah, I, I think I'm really good at coaching, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I'm good. Why Why would you never do it again? <sighs> I don't. Man, high school is just different. You know, it, it's different. You know, it's, a lot of know, parent. Is it a
3: lot of parent drama? Is that what No, what I didn't deal you
10: with parents. You know, okay. that's the thing. That's like at IMG, you didn't have to deal with that. I mean, because most of the kids are from different states. You know, they're from all over. Because I, I mean, I treated you treat IMG more like a college experience. Uh, I'm looking for something different, man. You know, like a okay. coaching was fun. You know, I, I, when I, when it comes to football, when I'm in football, I'm something different. And it's not, you know, it's a different attitude, a different mindset when I get into football, you know, I'm not as home as much just because I want to be on the field. I want to watch film. I want to get in all that. So I want, you know, I'm at this phase now where I kind of want to just be with my family. man.
3: Understood. Okay. Understood. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. I got to ask you, yeah. I look back at your years, man, with you and Runyon, uh, you protecting, you know, Donovan was, was unbelievable. Did you guys realize it at the time? Like, like we got something pretty special here with, with these guys in your whole crew. But I mean, especially you two. You
10: know what? You know, when you're in the thick of it, you don't really think about it, man. You're just going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really take that time to take a breath and kind of just look back at like, man, you know what? You don't see the big picture. You're always next down, next down, next down, next down. And then next thing you know, you eight years into just now the next down. And you never really take that time to kind of realize, like, man, you know, we've been the bookends for all this time. And the group that we kept putting together between us, you yeah. know, you don't really think about that. You just go, you know. And, uh, you know, it's once you retire and, you know, you start to get acknowledged, then you kind of realize the uh, – um what we did, you know, but during the time of it, man, I wasn't thinking about that. I was worried about whoever was going to be, I was going to be dealing with that weekend. <laughs>
5: yeah. Hey, Trey, <laughs> Trey, when you play with Runyon, Runyon was widely recognized as one of the nastiest, dirtiest offensive linemen in the game. Absolutely.
10: Was he, was he that bad? Tell me. Seriously. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like, Ryan was nasty. I mean, and that's the way we were coached as well. But Ryan was just like, he, like, Juan would be like, all right, man, I want y'all to cover downfield and, you know, get in the habit of covering downfield. And, yeah. like, if there, anybody's around the pile, you take them out. Man, Ryan was doing it in practice. He would be <laughs> out at Lehigh. And, I mean, and you see Ryan and Buns go taking off downfield and they just cleaning guys off the top of the pile. I'm like, whoa, these are our own teammates, man. You know, we're going to need them at some point. Man, Ryan didn't care. Like, it was just – a nasty like he had a, a nasty demeanor as an offensive lineman and 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 really at the end of the day, that's what you want your offensive line to be you want five assholes you really you really want five assholes out there that don't care and yeah. that's what you need and, and, and that's what I think Makes a successful offensive unit when you got some. If you can get five guys out there like running, man, you got something that you 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 can you can make some noise, you know. And, and, and that's what you want, man. I mean, I think you know because everybody thinks, oh man, I'm an offensive lineman. I have to be passive. I have to be no, dude. You're the reason that this offense works. So you have to have some type of mentality. You got to have some type of dog in you. And if not, you're gonna get exposed and you will wash out real quick, bro.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's that's this that's just the way Juan – Juan was one of those guys, man, he was like, look, A, A, B, if you don't go, it's going to be me and you in this indoor. Me and you, we're going to close the door, turn the lights off. But whoever comes out, comes out. I say, Juan,
10: Juan, come on, man, I'm going to break your neck. But, hey, Juan yeah. was tough. Juan yeah, was he, tough. Man, the man took a John Deere to the knee and yeah. still came out to practice. What? The he got hit by took John, a John Deere. Deere he, t- he got hit by a John Deere underneath the vet stadium.
6: Yeah. Attractive. So you know,
10: because yes. underneath there we had those John Deere's running underneath the stadium. That man took a John Deere flush to the knee, crushed his kneecap, and still came out to practice. Ray Come Rose on, man. Send, Ray yeah. Rose had to send him home. Ray yeah. Rose had to send him to a doctor. <laughs> oh and know, the he man crushed the, his he crushed the his the next kneecap day. and still came out. Yeah, man, man. I, I, I remember one time Juan was getting ready to have his kid. And I think his and I think his wife was uh, you know, he was gonna be uh she was doing C-section or whatever. And, you know, and I guess, you know, they called Juan. They were like, hey, Juan, man, your wife is on, is about to go in labor. Juan was like, well, you know, uh, we got another 30, 40 minutes. We can get the swim in. Then I'm going to head on home. Then I'm going to head to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Juan was like, you know, he was a workaholic,
5: man. He was really about it. You know, oh. I've known Juan for a long time. And when you talk to Juan away from the football field. That's Juan he is Castillo, the bo- everybody. Juan yeah, because they yeah, the former Juan Eagles Castillo. offensive line coach. He is one of the nicest, most compassionate human beings you ever wanted to meet. But there's that Jekyll Hyde element of Juan <laughs> Castillo that a lot of people don't know about. And, and as I've talked to former players now about Juan. I'm finding out more things about Juan as a coach than I ever thought I knew about when he turned that coaching mechanism on. That wasn't the same
10: dude I was talking to no. off the field. No. 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 I mean, he was – I mean, you know, when you can go back and you can see some of the time stamps on his film at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, the man was sleeping in, in at Novacare what, from Monday through Thursday? You think he only went home on Friday, thir- maybe after Thursday practice, maybe Friday after after the afternoon practice, and then he would go home. I mean, he was a workaholic, man. He really put in the work, you know. And I, I thought, to me, I I, I I credit a lot of my success to what he was teaching, and, and I hold on to it to this day. Anytime I teach someone, it's all based off of what Warren taught me.
4: Mm, that's fascinating. Well, well, hey, um, go back. I, I'm, you know, just just looking at um, the, the offensive line, the Eagles right now, and Coach Stoutland being one of the best offensive line coaches in the league, what was what? What's your take on this offensive line? You know, I, I I'm I'm I've already been on record saying it's the best line in the NFL right now, and it you know I contribute that to Coach Stoutland and his ability to get his point across. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all those guys want to set like Jason Peters, so they do. You know, so I think it's coaching more so than anything. What is your synopsis of this offensive line the Eagles have constructed today?
10: Um, I think they're a very talented group, Uh, you know, and they always come in every year. They're going to be ranked one of the top top offensive lines in the NFL, you know. um, But like every year, there's always some injuries or something that happens with the group. But I think that when you look at the group as a whole, I think they're very athletic. You know, I think they do a really good job of run blocking. That's one of the things that Coach Stoutland really hangs his hat on is with the run blocking and combination blocks, you know, coming from that Alabama mindset, you know, that, that whole, all right, we're going to run the ball. I think he's gotten better when it comes to teacher protection, you know, as a coach. Um, So I think that that's something that he had to continue to work on since he's been in the NFL as a coach. But um, I think that he has gotten better with that. And I think his group is really playing well.
3: Trey, I got to ask you about the guy who plays your, your former position, the left tackle Jordan Maialata, and just his rise, man, from not even being a football player, you know, playing over in in Australia, rugby and, and whatnot to what he is now. I mean, is that – does that just blow your mind when you think about this guy didn't know how to put pads on five years ago?
10: Uh, Yeah, I I think that, you know, he has definitely progressed. I mean, he has the size. He has the talent, you know. um, And once you have the size and you can move, the rest of it is just teaching. So I knew it was going to take probably two to three years to kind of get it, get to get to really understand what you're doing. Because, I mean, you've had guys come from rugby before – that it just didn't pan out. I mean, you know, Chip had a guy brought in that's offensive lineman that never really played, and, he, you know, and he was a, a rugby guy. And, yeah, yeah, he could toss the out there. My yes. lot is something different, man, where you got somebody that's six, seven, six, eight. I mean, 340. I mean, wait, at the time, I think he his body fat was in the teens, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, then he can get out there and sing with anybody on, you know, America's Next Top Idol or whatever. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Ukulele, a guitar, very talented young man. You know, but I think that when you look at his game, he has gotten better. I think that he needs to continue to work his hands a little bit. I think when you when you when you're that size, you kind of body up with guys a little too much just because you feel, you you lean on your weight too much and then I think that that puts him in a, in, a, in a disadvantage when you know because now you can get hit with the spin moves, you can get caught leaning, you get a holding, but whenever he shoots his hands and plays with extension, I think he plays a lot better.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Generally Trey, I know you keep an eye on the birds and what's going on right now. What are your thoughts going into the season,
10: man? How good can they be? They made a lot of a lot of noise in the offseason with some of the moves. I mean, right now you got one of the top Receiving cores in the NFL, you know what I'm saying. So that's going to be good. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with this defense. There's been a lot of talk about a three-four. I think that, that you know when you know we haven't ran a, a true three-four since when Chip was here, and I think that that's when you saw some of our better run defenses during those years. Um, you know when you got Big Jordan in the middle, man. I mean, you know that's an animal out there. You know, I mean. But man, how big? How, how big is this dude? I haven't seen him yet, personally. Oh, he, he,
3: <laughs> who was he standing next to? Do you guys remember that, that shot? It was like he was standing next to somebody on the defensive line, and they look they look like a you know like a cornerback, but it was it was somebody gigantic. He, he's Trey. He's huge, man. He he's like three forty and, no, and six five, or no and 6'6". It's crazy. Yeah, six, yeah.
10: Six, 340. He lost yeah. ways to get to three forty. Right. He lost weight to get the three forty, and but did, yeah. but but when you watch the forty time that he ran at the combine, yes. Like how athletic yes. did he look running that forty? Like right. if he wasn't, <laughs> if he was two hundred and fifty pounds, the way he was running, I would have expected him to have the fastest time in, the, in at, at the combine, mm. just right. because of how athletic and smooth he looked as a runner. You know, you don't see that from big guys. You know, but. All of that really doesn't matter because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like how many times you're going to really run a, a straight 40-yard dash in the NFL? I mean, at some point you're going to have to hit a cut and move. But, you know, it looked impressive.
5: Hey, Trey, you you were in uh, Philly when you had a young quarterback going through maturation process in Donovan McNabb. And, you know, you know, there were high moments with him. There were low moments. He would get defensive. Uh, when the criticism was negative towards him, you you hear all the the scuttlebutt now about uh, Jalen Hurts, and there are those who 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 think he's going to do great, and there are those that have a lot of reservations about him. How would you tell Jalen Hurts to handle his current situation?
10: You know what? I, I haven't heard Jalen firing back at people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the best way to handle it. Just be about your business. Because if you get into trying to defend yourself against this person, like back when we played, you know, you didn't have social media and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, we had, what, MySpace, you know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. dealing with that. You know <laughs> i <right. laughs> you know so, so now, you know, if you get there like, oh, I'm going to go argue with this person, I'm going to argue with this person, now, now your game is all off, man. Just stay the course. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep perfecting your craft. Let your game answer all, all of that instead of you getting into all, all, the, all the talk and everything. Like, I saw that. AJ stepped up for him and, you know, hey, you know, we were doing this and that, you know. Man, be about your business, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you get to start trying to, you know, trying to, you know, hush everything that's being said, I think that's, that, that takes your focus off of what really needs to be going on and, and really what your focus should be. It's just getting better as a unit and not worried about what everybody's saying because it's always going to be somebody talking. So don't even mm-hmm. worry about it. And then, like, you know, because, because who? who cause that was you, D-Gun, that was talking about he gave up all them sacks in the seven oh seven, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. but then Causing like, trouble,
3: they, Trey. They, so,
10: so this is my thing. They were like, well, hold on. How can he give up sacks in the 7 on Yeah. Well, you can. You can give <laughs> Thank up you. sacks on 7 The average pass play is 2.4 seconds. See? Thank so let's you. say that if you got a seven-step drop, you don't get that ball at a 2.4 sack. If you don't Thank get them you all, if, if your first read ain't there, you don't get to the second read right away. That's a sack. So I mean, you know, come on, man, stop bickering. It, it Trey, happens, that, it Trey, happens, it it, yeah.
5: it went it went from one. We said one practice, people blew it up all across the country. The whole whole the OTAs it blew up to see. And that's what I hate about social media, man. People, you have you all know, these experts out there. It's you, it's you. You're the one starting it. <laughs> so you know what? That's what I do. That's what I do. But 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 you know me a long time. Would I put it out there about to get it from
10: reliable sources? Exactly. I definitely it definitely came from a reliable source. And Thank I mean, you. you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know what? If he had a bad day, so what? He had a bad day. Everybody, Thank you. I mean, that's football. That's football. Everybody's gonna have a bad day. So let's not sit up here and act like, oh man, it's all been perfect. Everything is perfect. All is good here. All right. We're gonna see. We're gonna see real quick. Now, I don't even worry about going to practice. Everybody like, hey, man, you going to come to practice? Hell no, I ain't coming to no practice. What I want to come out there and watch practice for? You know what I'm saying? I see what I need to see when you got those three preseason games. Because you're going to have to show something in those first two. Yeah. I'm going to have to see something in those first two. And then once that season starts, then it's on. Then we'll see how we need to see. Yeah, but it, he, it, my, it, my it, concern it, it, is
5: they're not yeah. going to show you much in preseason. Then He's not going to play much in preseason. I'm going
10: to something. I'm going to see something. I'm
5: just I'm gonna telling you.
10: Something. You're going to be at third and 10 in the preseason game. I'm gonna see how you gonna protect. I don't see what your rushers looking like. You're gonna do something. So we'll see.
3: What, what Trey, what do you think of that though? I mean, they have really cut things back. Some of it's CBA, some of it's the coaches, whatever. But you know, I I know it was a lot more hardcore during your day. How much does that affect the way you start a season not having that kind of those reps that you used to get back in the day before in camp and preseason games?
10: To me, because every 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 era is gonna be like, oh, Back in my day, you know, right. we played in a field full of Santa spurs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we had to pick spurs out of our skin because the practices were so hard. But I, And then, like, these guys now be like, man, training camp was tough. And I'm like, dog, you got you got a day off every three days. Right, You know what right. I'm saying? You get a scheduled day off, like, every two, three days. You don't have full pads in practice. Like, everything is like you in helmets and shit. Man, come on, dude. Like, I, But, you know. To me, I feel like I, I get why you're doing it. I just feel like you see more injuries in the beginning of the season because of it, because you never really pushed yourself. You never yes. read, like, you never put yourself in the red.
4: You, you never know harden like yourself.
10: Every, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like everything has been, you know, hey, ah, all right, let him go. You know what I'm saying? You get to the fit, then you let him go. You haven't had a real DN really put his head in your chest yet. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to get to the corner. You haven't sat down on a true bull rush yet because everybody, they get to the fit and then we stop. Hey, I don't – hey, hey, hey. You know, but once you get – when that real deal come on, and, you know, it is real. And mm-hmm. I, I, I find that I, – I just feel like you start to have more injuries more in the, better, the beginning of the season just because you haven't toughened your skin enough mm-hmm. for Yo, what I mean, we
4: We'd have probably played until we were 20, also, man. We'd have been 20, yeah, 20 I years. Don't we know, played.
10: Man. Right <laughs> now, man. Man, my knee hurts so bad right now. I messed around. I don't know what I did. I, I, I had to call Tracy. I've been calling Dr. DeLuca all along. Hey, man, look at <laughs> I need some
6: help.
10: I need somebody now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm <laughs> my knee hurts so bad. Like, I almost, I almost started walking with a stick, but I'm like, you know what? I'm too young. I, I you know,
5: shake it off. I'm I'm I take slow steps. I just hey, stick. Hey, hey,
6: Trey.
5: Stay on level ground. Is, is there a possibility you might have gone to one too many wineries, maybe had one too many wine slushes misstepped somewhere, and maybe a little
10: oh, pop in the knee actually? This is Medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> this is medicinal wine. You got. You have to do your research, man. There are a lot of health benefits when it comes to wine. It's good for yep. the heart, and then it's good for this other stuff that they say. And then there's this other stuff that it helps out. You know, then it what the other stuff? What other stuff? And then there's like this other stuff that it kind of helps regulate. You know <laughs> Doctor so Trey. So
4: Doctor Trey. Wine is uh, hey, hold uh,
10: it's legal. <laughs> hey, hey Trey, man. So
4: you know, I'm, I'm oh. sitting back, man, and I saw that you and um, you and your your bookends, you two bookends, man. You guys are in the Eagles Hall of Fame, man. But um, honestly, man, just from playing with you that one year, you know, when you got me up out of there, you came. Oh, We're going in the direction. <laughs> it was my fault. Hey, you know. But hey, hey, remember though, remember, hey, I would tell these guys, man. We actually, uh, we're going into, uh, I think it's the, towards the end of the season. We're going to play Green Bay in Green Bay. But all of a sudden, somebody got Reggie-itis. Yeah, so here I am. I'm,
10: <laughs> here yeah, I am. I'm Gattis, boy, that boy woke up. That boy woke up. here like, oh, my stomach. Oh, my stomach. My back, my back. Oh, my ankle. I don't know. It's something, something is hurt. You know, wait, wait, wait.
4: Who was this?
10: I I Hold on. Who was but it? Then I get a call at 630 in the morning. Get, get
4: yeah. your ass up now. Get your ass up. Like, Ray, what's up, man? Get your ass up. Somebody called Reggie Itis. Starting right tackle today. Start right tackle. You ready? Somebody called Reggie Itis. Oh, my God. Let's
10: go do work. You know what I'm saying? And you answered the call. You answered the call. All I'm saying is the dog. That person woke up that morning. He was like, hey, man. I think I got an ingrown toenail. Oh, no. I think it's my back. I think I'm running a temperature, too. It's the temperature that's going on. I think I got a bug. It might be a 24-hour
3: bug. I don't Maybe he caught COVID way back then. I don't We don't know. It's definitely confirmed. That's the first case. Yeah, unbelievable. Case. Yeah. Come on. Way back then. You know? oh I, told them, on, Trey. I told
4: these guys that they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me. Come on, me. Barrett. I was Barrett Trey. Hey, I get Barrett
3: props. Barrett, Barrett showed up, Trey. He, he, you know what I mean? He, <laughs> who who was Come Answer on, now. Call.
10: We got to know. You got to
3: know. Who was it?
10: Answer the call. I ain't going to say <laughs> like, you know, Come on, now. Yeah, we got to say, you know. Who was it? All B. I Brooks? Know, all I know is in that game, they told me, hey, look here, man. Because I used to talk a lot of trash. I used to talk a lot of trash. <laughs> when I was on. I used to, oh, I used to be bad. I used to be bad. But they told me, like, hey, man, look here. You go out there talking all that junk, Reggie White going to come to your side. Hey, <laughs> boy, boy, boy. I'm quiet, boy. I'm quiet, boy, I'm quiet, I'm quiet.
3: Like, it was like a library out there, mean.
10: man. I don't even think I clapped my hand when we broke the huddle. I said, why? <laughs> I'm going to stay over there, Reggie. You stay over there. I'm going to stay right over here. doing do. right I don't want none of that. I I think, uh, yeah, man, that was quiet. Quietest game I ever played. Uh, <laughs> I Trey, Trey was –
3: was he uh, Was he the best you ever went against? Or who, who was the best?
10: For, I didn't have to deal with Reggie. That'd be. Who, who, <laughs> no, I'm saying in
3: your career, who was the toughest guy for you? Oh,
10: uh, for me, Simeon Rice was the toughest I had to deal with. Okay. You okay. know, just because he was such an awkward rusher, he made me change the way we played um, because we would always shoot both hands at the same time. And Simeon would show chess and then he'd shoot both hands and then he would clamp the outside arm. So then, you know, I started, he beat me on a three-step drop one time, and I mean, it was it was ugly. You know, he showed chest, I shot my hands, and then he, bam, he took it away and uh, clamped my outside arm, hit five. I mean, you know, I, th- mm. I think my five probably held onto the ball a little long, too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm going to put that on five and not beat. And beat. It wasn't I'm, your I, fault. I, I always want to re- remember myself as being awesome. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like yes. I just, that's all I want to do. I was always awesome, and it was always somebody else's fault when I got beat, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to put that on fire. But, yeah, yeah, man, Simeon was, like, one of the toughest guys that I dealt with, and he made us change the way that we played because we would always shoot hands, shoot hands. But then now we started treating it more like a boxer where it was like, all right, shoot inside hand, inside hand, bring your outside hand only if you need it. So it would always be like jab, jab, then finish. So he kind of changed the way we started playing. You know hey what? Trey, when you look saying, at saying, when hold you hold look hold, at, let,
4: oh, let, go ahead. Let me get this real fast. I thought that you know you and your boy Runyon were the two top tackles playing that, even it with Baselli, uh, you know, uh, um, Jo, you know, Ogden, all those guys. I thought you two were the best tandem playing, man. Appreciate you that. You think you you think you gonna get some consideration, yo? Know, you and Runyon, as far as Hall of Fame. Yeah.
10: You know what? I you know because because the Hall of Fame is all about when you talk about offensive line. It's all about Pro Bowl votes. You know um, what I'm saying? I only had three. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and you got to look at during the era that we were in, you always had Orlando Pace could play yep. three games and was still going to go to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to yep. play two games and still go to the Pro Bowl. And yeah. then, so it was always me, Chris Samuels, and uh, and, and Floza Adams b- battling for that third spot. So, you know, yeah, you know, to me, man, I really don't even care. You know, I, I got recognized by the Eagles, and that's enough for me, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? To be right, recognized right. by the team that I played all my years for, that that was more important to me than anything that would come after that. You know what I'm saying? Right, like If right. I get into the NFL Hall of Fame cool, What what's bigger to me is being recognized by the city that I played my most years in, and that's the one that I hold tight to.
5: Trey, when you look at the money offensive linemen are making today, especially tackles, is there part of you that wishes – you were young and could have played the game today to get some of no, that I big money. No, I got my
10: son. I'm working on him right now. You know what I'm saying? So ah. you know, I, I'm good. Like, I dude, I, I'm sitting at a winery. It's what time. It's right. It's, it's one twenty-seven.
3: <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. I'm in a winery
10: right now. Yeah, so. life's all right. Yeah. Yeah, life is life is good. You know what I'm saying? But Except for life, the
5: bad I'm, knee. Yeah, but
10: yeah, I got a bad knee. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody got their little elements now. I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I know you wake up sometime like, oh, you know. Every day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, you know, that's just the father time is undefeated. But yeah, yeah, that's like, right. I got my youngest son that I'm working on right now, you know. But, I, you know, that's good.
3: Like, and, and that's every era. You yeah. know? What yeah. I'm... Oh, no. Uh oh. What happened? Well, that came out of nowhere. Usually it starts breaking up a little bit. He just went. What, what happened? All right, we'll see. What we, hopefully, you we'll get it back up. But, uh, yeah, Actually, he's got it. We, we got it back up, I think. Trey, we yeah, lost you. Right? We lost you for a sec. Oh, no, he already, we, you're we muted. He you're muted you're muted we see you we don't hear you if you can hear us hold on well you know what we'll do trey i'm gonna we're gonna put you on hold for a second xander will get you straightened out we're seeing you but we're not hearing you if you can hear us um I, I, you know what he has a great attitude though a lot of the yeah obviously barrett i don't blame anybody for feeling this way they're like dude if i was just born 10 years later 15 years or whatever Trey's kind of like, I got mine. I had fun. Yeah, so it's yeah. all good. I'm at a winery yeah, right he now.
4: Made, he made a lot more money than I did. You know what I'm saying? He made more money than I did in one year, you know? Yes. <laughs> so I'm nickel and dime the league, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, as long as he's happy, man, because I know a lot of guys that um, didn't have an opportunity, you know saying, yeah. to enjoy it, because they enjoyed it too much while the time they were playing and right. didn't have anything left over when they were done playing. You know what I mean? Great point. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't live – I don't I, I don't live a lifestyle like I was in the NFL, but I didn't live a lifestyle I was like I was in the NFL when I was in the NFL. Right. Which is why mm-hmm. I still have all my stuff that I acquired Amen. when well, I was playing. Uh, I think we I'm got it back in. up. I think we got Trey
3: uh, straightened out. Trey, you there, man? Yeah. I you
6: know
3: I I'll say this too, Trey. You were you were drafted in ninety eight. You were drafted the same draft as, as Randy Moss. We forever in this town bellyache when when guys go later and, and the Eagles took somebody else and like, you know, with the Rager, Justin Jefferson thing. We never – we don't talk about that in this town. And that's a tribute to what kind of player you were, man. I'm just telling
10: sure. you. I it, appreciate that. Every now and then real. I hear from some people. I'm not going to say. But every now and then I'd be like, hey, man, they'd be like, man, we got you instead of Randy Moss. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, you know. You wouldn't have been – well, you know, they had you, there, B, be. So, you know.
6: <laughs>
4: <rough>.
10: <laughs> no,
4: realistically, man, you know, it's, it's – it's, 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 <laughs> I, I I was out of there, man. 9-8 was my last year. Big Red came in and said, I came in, Big Red. I said, Big Red, man, I'm telling you right now, I um, I get a home count discount. I said, I understand you got a trade, but you saw what I did. You know, I played right tackle, you know, battle Reggie White. I was ready. You know, he said, yeah, you had a great game. You know, I, I was watching you there. But we're going in another direction. And all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden, they brought, it, they brought in a big run and came in. I said, oh, oh I understand now. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's
10: that's the that's the that's the life we live in, man. But yeah, yeah, you know, they took me instead of uh, Randy, man, that was, and that was amazing because this was always the city that I wanted to play for when I went through that whole draft process. So yeah, man. Hey, you missed, the do you miss you
6: miss
3: doing do you miss doing this, Trey? You, I, I know you know you were doing the, the the mornings and and that kind of thing. You missed the media uh game, so to speak? Yeah, I'll probably be doing some stuff um in the
10: season. You know, once okay. the, once the season cranks up, I'll probably do a. Pre-game show or some—I don't know. You know. Okay, we'll see. You know, I hey, know that's when people—that's what you're living good, bro. Yeah, based you on your good. performance <laughs> oh, today, man,
3: you, we, someone yeah. could do themselves a real favor get you. I would just no say quit, that.
5: no question. Hey, a few yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah, Tray, uh,
10: this is all good. I like to share my, impart my wisdom. You know, because I've learned so much, and I feel like you know, books should be written. You know, I already have <laughs> a statue in the Franklin <laughs> Institute, but books should be written. You know, I have a park named after me in my hometown. You know, really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's a Trey Thomas Park in Deland, Florida. You know, that's you
3: awesome, Florida. man. Yeah. Was there? What? What, what was? Uh, what were the runner-ups be besides Florida State? Where else were you? Were you close to?
10: Um, uh, maybe Miami. Okay. You know, but I, I definitely I just did make it out of Tallahassee. I don't think I would have made it out of Miami, you know, I got you. So, like I was yep. really looking at Miami, but then, you know, like Tallahassee, cause my parents went to fam. That's where my dad played his college football. So I was very familiar with Tallahassee. I had a couple guys that I knew, uh, that, that I, uh, knew, you know, that my guys that played with my dad at fam where their son was, uh, playing in, uh, at Florida state and, um, Todd McIntosh was a defensive lineman there. And he was one of the guys that kind of took me on his wing there. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I was kind of looking at Miami. I, UF really wasn't for me. I was gonna stay in Florida. But yeah, you know, like for real. Like I, I, I you know, I, I just did make it out of Tallahassee. <laughs> I just, like I can't, I can't, I can't rent a house in Tallahassee, uh, and I'm banned from Enterprise. I can't rent a car from Enterprise. <laughs> really? I'm in Tallahassee, man. Um, What'd you need, do? What did you do? Story. do? There's, there's nothing needs to be said. You well, know, you
3: brought it up, uh,
5: you,
10: you don't want to <laughs> brought it up. I'm just telling you,
3: we don't need to talk about it. You, you know, had a friendly I'm agreement that I'm you, like, you're, you you're sure. were both gonna go your own ways, you and Tallahassee. I yeah, yeah. So I and
10: yes. like you know, I, I you know my wife is always like, I'm like, babe, I want to go back to Tallahassee. She's like, Are you sure? You know, uh, you know, are you sure? <laughs> what could yeah. you have be, done that
5: right. tw- what could you have done that 20 years later enterprise still has you on a blacklist?
10: Man, listen, I called Enterprise one time. I called Enterprise because you know they like, hey, we come bring you to the car or whatever, all right. So I'm like, Yeah, i called. gonna they like, oh yeah, we made the reservation. Man, they ran my ID. Yeah, no, nah, we're sorry. We're sorry, sir. <laughs> you know, Take this car back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, can't, we can't rent you this car. I'm sorry. A few,
5: a few years ago, like right now, you see me sitting up, out, well, out in the
10: vineyard. I look yeah. fine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know. Yep. That was a different person hey, back.
5: Then. I got you. Hey, you know, a I was few years at ago, moon,
10: man, I was out. <laughs> I was out there, man, going all full speed. Dude,
5: a few, a few years ago, Trey and, I, Trey and I co-hosted a show for the Inside the Birds Network, and every show Monday through Friday, Trey had to do this read for Manscape, and man, I lost it. I had to step away from the camera sometimes. What Trey did to those Manscape commercials, yeah, it was a work of art, man. I couldn't even sit there and listen to half of them because it was hilarious the way he read that stuff, man. Yeah, and yeah. he put he put his own Trey Thomas inflection into them and yeah. I'll just leave it at that.
10: Yeah, yeah. The Manscaped reads like because I started that with um uh, with 97 when I was doing the man- morning show with them. So uh Manscape came in. Like I used to do reads for Blue Chew. Uh, Blue Chew was, was a classic. Viagra. Which, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know uh study show that it works. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, then yeah. <laughs> You get all the good ones here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blue Chew manscaping. <laughs> yeah so I was doing Blue Chew reads and I like I was coming up with some wild stuff. So when Manscaped came on, they were like, hey, man, we need somebody that's going to do something that's not going to be afraid to, to sit out there and do whatever. So they were like, hey, man, listen, here, here's this company that would you that we want you to do the reads for. You can write the commercials however you want. Just don't get kicked off the air. I mean, like, hey, perfect. So I was just, man, the missus be coming in, and I got all this weird music playing in the background because I'm writing a commercial to music and everything. I did a, I did a song. Oh, uh, when I was asking my son, do you shave what I shave? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was fun. You know? We got very creative, and, 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 you know, we really oh it. <laughs> oh. Oh.
6: Um,
3: I, I don't know where to go from there, man. <laughs> Bro, I
4: co-hosted I co-host a show with him one time, and he got to talk about blue but then he just couldn't keep it to himself. He turns around looking like, yeah, you and the wife use Bluetooth, don't you, B?
10: B? I know you do, B. <laughs> we give our samples, dog. We give our samples. You know what I'm saying? We got to make sure. We got to give out a couple samples. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. good in the streets. Oh, God. Uh, something wrong with it, man. Something's That's wrong right with Trey, man. <laughs> hey, they asked me. They came not me, Hey, man, we got to like, hey, look. Hey, hey, y'all going to send out some samples. We need to make sure. I got to make sure what I'm talking about is real.
3: You know. Just trying so, to help the people. That's all you trying to do. trying to help do. the people. That's gotta it. to give them from my personal
5: experience. Yes. <laughs> Something some, something's wrong with you, Trey. Something's wrong with oh, you, man. God. I agree. Yeah.
10: <laughs>
3: Trey, awesome, man. Awesome catching up with oh, you today. Oh, man. <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. You, you were awesome. I we appreciate the time. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the day, man. Thank you. All right, cool, man. All,
4: all
3: right, right Trey. good, you, bro. man. Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> dude, he was unbelievable.
4: <laughs> dude, man. Oh See, you God. guys be thinking I'm lying sometimes when stuff like that happens. I told y'all, man, it was it dog. I got the call at 630 in the morning. Ray Bob, Ray Bob. Like, Come on, let's go. You got you got to get going. Come on, wake up. Get on. We, we, we got to play. All That's right, all without naming
3: play. the name, was it absolutely a case of Reggie White-itis? it,
4: it, yes, it was. It was. T-
3: it was a totally bogus it injury. Was,
4: it was Reggie-itis. Okay. I want
3: to know who the player was. That's what I want to know.
5: I, I want to know who he was.
4: At look at the roster and see who was starting right tackle.
3: That's all you need to do. That was, a, yeah. and that was do a little what, research. 98? Yep. Huh? Do a little research during the yep. break, Gunner. You can find that pretty was that quick. Ni- was that 98? Yep. 98.
4: Yep. 98. 1998. Okay. By last year. Right. In fact, we In fact, we were like two and 10 at the time.
3: Yeah. How did you do? I, I wow. seriously don't remember. How'd you do that day? Did, I did, did you all right? Contain him?
4: Yeah. I contained him. I did all right. I still gave up a sack and a half.
3: That's people have done much Wait. worse than that against Reggie White. I'm telling you, but that's against not, against, that's against, not, against my guy, my guy.
5: Yep, yeah. yep,
4: right there.
3: But that but that's not the game that you,
5: you had the video of, right? That's not that, no, game, that is wasn't it? A game.
4: No, no, that, okay. that might have been okay. the game. Okay, might have been the game. Yeah, really, that might have been the game. No, it wasn't. No, it was because we were on turf. That was oh, a home okay. game. That was a home okay. game. Yeah, that was a home game.
5: So that's did Reggie? White so uh, talk to you before the ball snapped?
4: All the time.
3: Did it? If I though. if I throw names at you, will you would you acknowledge or no? I'll acknowledge. Uh, Richard Cooper. Look at, Cooper.
4: Rob. Look at hell, that's
3: Richard it. Cooper. Did I that's nail it. it on the first guess? That's oh it. boy! He was oh a boy! Big money guy, man. Yeah, he, he was. He, he just came from the Saints. Yep. He was 34 years old at the time, wanted no parts of Reggie White, man.
5: None whatsoever. Wait a minute. Big money, seasoned vet, and he
3: bowed out against Reggie?
4: Oh, man. Yes, he did.
3: <laughs> I, I, As soon as I looked it up and I saw the name, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Unbelievable. The stream Unbelievable. knew,
4: too. Look, the stream automatically knew. Look. Oh. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, good, good work out of the stream. Good work yeah. out of the stream. Oh, my yep. goodness. That's, That's amazing. That's crazy. All right. Uh, Let's, uh, let's get a quickie here. We'll come back. uh, (laughs) That was great stuff by Trey, man. Uh, All right. We come back. We will dig into the depth chart of the Eagles and we'll look at some positions where maybe starting spots up for grabs, but there's some real battles for backups too, at certain positions. We'll do that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. D gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis on this Thursday. We are sports take Jacob sports, YouTube network. All right. Uh, I want to tell you about razor technology because Data is everywhere in business today. You know that. But when it's locked away in silos, it can be efficiently used. And businesses don't have to wait, don't have to have the time to wait for the insights and the shape decision-making can, can bring about. Razor Technologies Data Management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform okay. structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it to decision-makers. Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and discover where they can begin untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. To learn more, contact Razor Tech today, 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit us online, razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com.
7: Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the Oz. go for the bubbles and the bubbly, go for the story and the stories, go for the win, go to Ocean Casino Resort, book your trip
1: at theoceanac.com. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams.
9: I'm dunk champion. Really? <laughs> yes. Really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go, Torreta. Go, Tula. Fake 'em up. Mama, go. Oh, mama. She did it.
8: Again.
0: You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
8: Uh huh.
3: We're back. What's happening, everybody? Just wrap things up with Trey Thomas. He was incredible. If you missed any of it or in its entirety, just go to Jacob Sports YouTube Network or jacobsports.com. You can catch all the – we podcast all the interviews on there that we do. All right, so uh, turning our sights to present-day birds, guys. And, you know, there's a couple of position battles here, I think, uh, either for starting spot or playing time and whatnot. But there's some really fascinating depth – you know, issues here from a, from a depth chart. In other words, backups, that kind of thing. So let's start here uh, with the wide receivers. Okay. I think it's a given AJ <laughs> Brown and Devonte Smith. There's really not much argument there. The next two, would you guys say Quez Watkins is a lock? Zach Pascal certainly is. If they brought him in in free agency, would you say that's fair? Top yes. Four? Yes. Okay. How many generally are kept five or six? Does yes. some of that depend on special teams?
5: Depends on the teams, yeah. Six, five, six, yeah.
3: All right, so here we go. Of the next groupings, Rager, Hightower, Ward, Dion Kane, Devin Allen, the track guy, <clears throat> Britton Covey, the return man. Of that group, let's see if they keep one or two. And tell me if I'm missing
4: somebody, too. Um, who do they keep and how many? See, there does a no problem because you have you have four at least that you have to carry. You know, and that's Quez, Pascal, um AJ, and, Devontae and, Smith and, and Brown. AJ. Yep. Those four will be here. But after that, I think you you have to carry Jalen Rager. You Why? because he's a first rounder. Yeah, but in his he's third what? year. Okay. In his third I, year, you have to take him. You I think if he's still
3: he, Derek, if he's still here now, like in other words, starting camp, <clears> I, <throat> I, I think he's probably going to be here too. I agree with Barrett by default. I, yeah, and I don't think it's the right thing. Nope. But I think that's what the way this plays out, simply because of where he was taken.
5: I, I think, I think if if Hightower emerges, because we still don't know the full the, the the full arsenal of what John Hightower can give you. You know he's a long body. You know he has some speed. Um, I'm a I'm a big Greg Ward fan. You know I think, you know Greg Ward is tough as nails. You know yep. they call him they call him first down Greg for a reason. Every time he catches a pass, it's for a first down. He or doesn't a drop or a touchdown. He doesn't drop many passes. He's a good blocker as well. Um, so I'm I'm, t- t- I'm I'm putting Ward and Hightower before Rager. Now I understand he has the first round pedigree. But I think this team is so frustrated. I don't think they want to go through another Nelson Aguilar scenario, not in terms of, you know, Nelson going through the emotional things that he went through, but in terms of a guy who just has not gotten it for whatever the case may be. I don't think Howie is afraid in this case to cut bait because there's so much excitement about the evolving of Devontae Smith and, of course, with the presence of A.J. Brown. And if you listen to all the scuttlebutt on social media Mm -hmm. since the offseason, I think a lot of people, fan base, would applaud the Eagles if they cut Jalen Rager. And that takes a lot of – Yeah, they would take a lot of pressure off this organization to delete him from the
3: equation. I think everything you just said makes sense, Derek. (laughs) But if you wouldn't, wouldn't they have already done that if that was the case? No, because you need to camp
5: bodies. You know, you need to camp bodies right now, man. You 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 want to take you don't want your, your starters to get more than enough reps. You know what I mean? You want to camp bodies, and maybe somehow, some way, Rager's surprised. surprise. It's he's still a lower tier invest. He's a first That's round why. investment. See what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Right I, look, I get I okay. guess
3: it makes sense. He's in camp. Yeah, maybe he plays well. Maybe yeah. somebody loses a receiver, somebody goes down, which always happens. And you could you could pawn them off on somebody, and you don't take a yes. cap hit because you do still take it. He gets cut; It's a cap hit. Yes, you know, these So, and I look at Kove and Allen; you can you can protect them on the
5: practice squad to a certain degree. Yep. You know yep. you don't have to just cut them.
3: So, Derek, let me make sure I'm getting understand where you're coming from. You right. don't think he'll be here, Barrett? You think he will come September?
4: Yes, I mm. think he will be here. And the reason why he's here right now because they just they're just holding on. The slimmest glimmering yep. of hope that yep. he might be a, a um a player, a feature. The, the light comes yep. on. Yeah, the yep. light somehow yep.
3: comes on. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it,
4: it could though, because if you look at it, he understands this is his last shot. He knows he has the shortest rope out of everybody there. Yeah. He understands that. So I mean they, they're thinking that you know the writing's on the wall. We went out and got two guys to replace you. Um, you know, you either put up or shut up.
3: Well, okay, so if that's the case, we, we could sort of debate whether Reggers here or not. It, it, who, who would be, like, say, the other one? Who would be the other one of that? You know, if, if you're practice be, squatting Covey and Allen, does Does Greg Ward stick around?
4: Does Hightower? Does Kane? Who's the other guy? If, if Ward doesn't – if Ward is not on the 53-man roster, then he will not be on this team. I mean, yeah, somebody be, grabs him, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, so – um Anybody, I mean, John Hightower, you got to look at the size, He's six foot two, 190, 200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. He can run. Although he's on the practice squad all last year, they kept him there for a reason. His first year here, his rookie year, he played a lot, you know what I'm saying? But it seemed like they flipped the script last year. And, and, and Quez just went out there and just deboded his position, de-bowed his roster spot. Right. And, um, I mean, he's got to know the writings on the wall for him also. Yep. Yes, yep. I was a draft choice. I was sixth round. I mean, I was a fifth rounder. But I just let my sixth round guy become the guy here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he knows he's got to, you know, put up a shut up. And like you're right, Devin Allen, eh, you know what I'm saying? He's just an experiment. Um, they want to be one of those teams. You know, they love being a team that they could take a, 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 a you know, kind a, of a plays rugby yeah. and make him into a star. They feel the same go. way about. Devin Allen, we got a track guy. We can make him into a star, And if we don't add, you know, no love loss, you know, no no sweat off their back. And Britton Covey, he has potential to be a, um, a a kick returner. And that'd be the only way he makes the team. You know, his size is just too much of a detriment to um to to his health <laughs> to be a wide receiver in his league. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's just too little, you know.
3: Uh, That one's going to be interesting. The the bottom tier of how that shakes out is going to be really interesting. That's for
4: sure. Who do you say? Who do you think?
3: See, to me, I think Rager's here, right? So at that point, you're at five. The problem with Rager, too, is he can't play special teams for you. Right. No. no. You know, and at least Greg Ward, he's not – God knows he's not breaking anything, but he's going to catch the ball, you know, worst-case scenario, and and secure it. I think it's an underrated um, storyline is the return game. We don't talk about it enough. But I'm going to say Rager – and Hightower, uh, I, so I'm, I'm going to say it's it's probably the end of, of of Greg Ward. I don't think Kane, and I don't think Allen, and I don't think Kobe. I'm going to say those guys. Right, that's where I'm at. Uh, linebacker, let's go linebacker here. So uh, the way this looks, at least right now on paper, you got, and this gets a little confusing, Barrett. You can explain it the way they're going to, I guess, categorize Brandon Graham here and Hassan Reddick could kind of be linebackers too. It depends on you know, depending on what kind of defense Eagles are playing, but. Middle linebacker T.J. Edwards. I guess this is in a traditional four-three. T.J. Edwards, uh, Kaiser White, your weak side, and I guess you could call Reddick a, a strong side. Or uh, tell me how you think it, a, a, it works out. I guess
4: if you look at it from a, a three-four system, and I think that's where you have to look at it because I think they're going to run. That's why they went out and got Davis to be that nose guard. They're going to run more of a three-four scheme. But when you have a three-four scheme, this the way I this the only this way I put it in my head. Some people think differently. I think like this, you got a, you got a Sam uh, Mike, a linebackers, which is an outside rushing type of linebacker. That's where you have the Joey Porters, the Clark Hagans, those type of guys. Then you have a middle linebacker and then right next to him in the um, line of linebacker position, is the Jack linebacker. And then the wheel linebacker is another rush in slash drop and cover type of um, linebacker also. And that's the Hassan Reddick type of linebacker. So you got the Sam, who's a Hassan, Hassan Reddick type of linebacker, and the Will backer's um, a, a Hassan Reddick type of linebacker. Mm. So when I look at it, I'll start with the two guys at the Mike and the Jack position, who are virtually interchangeable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a, it's just a, a Mike linebacker and a weak like line, um, linebacker. One guy's a cover guy more so than anything, and one guy's a run stopper. Um, when I played with the Steelers, you know, I had, you know, it was Larry Foote. Larry Foote was the guy that could, you know, that would cover guys. And James Ferrier was the guy that was a Mike linebacker. He's the one that called the plays. Now, when you look at these guys on paper, at this point, you got to give the nod right now to me. This is just me as TJ Edwards being the Mike linebacker. The guy that's going to call the defense, be on the field, and be that captain you know make sure everything happens then in the the jack linebacker who's the still a mike linebacker he's the weaker side mike linebacker you put Kazir white there hmm. now this is going to be an interesting battle because everybody's talking about you know uh the kobe dean being the starting mike linebacker it's going to take him a little while to become it He eventually i think he will be but it's going to be a fight because tj edwards Took two years to build himself and put himself in a position where they paid him number one. Number two, he worked his ass off to be that Mike linebacker. He's the one that got those linebackers activated. When I say activated, he got them playing hard and going downhill and making plays on run plays. He's the guy that started, you know, going down and hitting, you know, when they had a double team, hitting um the offensive lineman off the three techniques so he can go make a play. He's the one that started playing the linebacker position where a linebacker is supposed to be played. So he deserves the right to be the starter. Kazir White, I think he's gonna be the guy that's gonna be in every down linebacker. He's gonna be on the field the entirety of the game, even on third down. They may take TJ Edwards out the game if they're gonna run like a dime front when they just had one linebacker. Kasir White will be that linebacker in the middle of the field that they would use in those type of situations. As the time goes on and Nicobe Dean, you know, starts playing better. Or, or they feel as though he's taking the next step, he might replace um, T.J. Edwards. But at this point, it's, to me, it's Cassim, I mean, Kasir White and T.J. Edwards are those two stand-up linebackers. But in that mix, there's also Davion Taylor that nobody's talking about. He started with T.J. Edwards last year and started playing pretty well. They liked what he was doing. He just got hurt. He started being a guy that, you know started activating his play, coming downhill, making plays, instead of sitting back at five yards deep, he saw a run action going towards him. He started going downhill and making plays. So he's he's definitely in the mix of some people that, you know that needs a play. An outlier on this whole thing is Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley is a he should have made the Pro Bowl last year as a special teamer. That's yep. how good he is on this team. Yep. So I think he makes the team just because he's such a good special teams player. So you you, you can justify
3: tough. keeping that many.
5: That's seven line. That's seven A lot linebackers.
4: Of linebackers. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm trying to get you guys to talk me through it too. Now let's let's wow. let's, let's switch over now. Let's go to the outside guys now. All right, the Sam and the Will linebacker. I I just use this in my head because this is where I look at it in my head. That's why I had my number count when I played against this type of defense. Mm-hmm. The Sam and the Will. Sam being the linebacker that that that's usually um, over the tight end. The Will be on the outside. You know, usually over nobody. You know, what traditionally, I'm saying? Or they yeah, hit. Yeah. yeah. So he's on the line of script. He's a rush guy and a drop guy. Both guys are. I I envision Hassan Reddick being that Sam linebacker on that side, that strong side. But it, well, what I was saying is it could be interchangeable because now, because they're going to be running so much three down with the um, with the uh, defensive line, I see them using um, Brandon Graham in that position also. And then mm-hmm. putting kasir White. I mean, not Kaseer White, but uh, Hassan Reddick on the wheel linebacker that guy is in space that could rush drop off and coverage, but he's there over the tight end that if he had to cover, he probably could I mean, it'd be tough for, you know, a guy like Brandon Graham, mm-hmm. but you know, he's a defensive end type of player that's going to rush the passer for the most part, but he have to be, he had to be the consideration as a linebacker because that's where he's going to be lined up on the outside. Mm-hmm. Another guy that's going to fit that mold is um, Derek Barnett. Mm-hmm. He's also going to be a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be interchangeable, and you also have to put Josh Sweat at the same position. So all those guys are going to be at that. It's it's, it's still a down lineman, but they're going to. It's going to be a, a linebacker, you know, um, type of player that he they, that they're going to you know use. You know, what's the guy we talked about as far as the coaching uh, with the wide nine? Yeah, washburn. Uh, washburn. Well, Washburn. That's washburn S type of guy. He's going to be. Um, he's going to be the guy that's going to be you know putting guys in and taking guys out at that position.
3: I almost feel like we got to throw the depth chart out when it comes to, to these positions. Honestly, I'm right. not being, I'm yeah. like it's, right. it's yeah. you can't really go hey. by that. And you can't, hey. you, you can't say, Hey, Hey there's seven linebackers because there's some hybrids in there and it's a little yes. bit of a different feel to it.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's absolutely a lot of quality.
3: Right. These are great problems to have, but there's a lot of, a
4: lot of quality guys here.
5: Yeah, right. exactly.
4: And then, you know, then, you know so then on the outside, at the Hassan Reddick, the will linebacker position. Yeah, there's some guys there. You got Hassan Reddick can play there. Then they've got their um their sixth rounder in Kyron Johnson from Kansas. He showed me a lot in camp. He's looking pretty good. They got Patrick Johnson, seventh rounder from last year. Um, that's going to be at the same position also. So I mean, it's he, for the first time the linebacker position is pretty clogged up. How many linebackers you going to keep? Because they linebacker linebackers slash defensive ends that are in the mix also.
3: But do, but doesn't it feel like in the case of, say, Sean Bradley, you, you can just – like, forget position. He Some guys are just special teamers. Matthew Slater yes. forever for New England. It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter what the position is. Right. You can't – I'm sorry, man. I see a lot of people saying, you know, Sean Bradley's probably not going to make this team. You, you're going to let a special team player of that caliber walk away?
5: There are God. a whole lot of players in the NFL that make the teams based on their special teams prowess. Yep. You know, and Sean Bradley is one of those guys that fall in that category.
3: And it's not like he can't play linebacker if guys go down.
5: Exactly. You know, and, and Barry, you were talking about the, the the significance between the Mike and the Will. And as you were talking, you know, I, I could see them moving. I can see them moving Kazir White around to play over the tight end only in passing down situations because he's a good cover uh-huh. linebacker as yep. well. So I, yep. you know, I, I, don't, I don't see Hassan Reddick as a cover. You know what his claim to fame is going Breaking after the, the quarterback exactly. and, and holding your ground against the run. So I can see them playing games, moving Kazir around, play over the tight end, especially when it's second and long, third and long situations uh, playing against opponents.
4: That's but, why Washburn is such a key yeah. in making sure he puts in the right personnel packages on you certain Gannon. downs. You mean Gannon? No, Gannon's the D.C. Oh, okay. But, Washburn. You know, he needs yeah. somebody. Yeah. he's He's – Washburn is the guy that coaches that position. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Those outside wide linebacker position, he is that guy.
5: Here, here's what they're going to come down to when we talk about D-tackle, D-ends, linebackers. Somebody's not going to be happy with a lack of playing time.
3: You're right about that.
5: Somebody, there are going to be several players that are going to be the odd man out when it comes to snap. And I mean, there's going to be a big discrepancy between the first two levels of rotation and that third level and, ah, this ah, team, ah. and this team has a pretty good problem of having third level um, depth at it, it, it those positions, and somebody's not going to be happy watching from watching the game from the sideline. Agreed, exactly, hundred percent, hundred exactly.
4: Um, the linebacker coach actually um, also is Nick. Uh, was it Raylis? Reyes? Uh-huh. Nick Reyes? R A L L I S? Reyes. Yeah. 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 He's the linebacker. He's the one that's going to – he's the one to be the guy that's going to coach the the Mike backer and the Jack backer. Okay. He's the stand-up linebacker guy. Then on the outside, like we said, uh, Washburn is the outside linebacking uh, coach. And then you got Tracy Rocker who's going to, you know, coach those three techniques, the nose guards and the the defensive end slash um, um, head-up ends or tackle positions on top of the tackles. Mm. So it's going to be tough trying to figure out who and where things are. I mean, I'm looking at it. It's going to be tough for them to really get that. So how do you how do you dictate who's making the squad or not? I mean, I couldn't tell you right now mm-hmm. who's going to make a position in terms. That's why I told you guys. You guys like, oh, I don't know if we can, you know, talk about it enough. We can't talk about it enough because there's so much that you have to take in to factor in. Um, at the linebacker position. This is a great problem to have because we have so much talent in so many places that you know you don't know um who's gonna be here, who's not gonna be here. Like I I if don't know you, why they signed Barnett back.
5: Yeah, if you keep seven, know. if you keep seven linebackers, how many DNs are you keeping? Ah, da, da. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously, I, it, there's there's only so many, so many pieces to go around. I mean, how how many DNs? I mean, the back end will take care of itself. But when you talk about the the wealth of talent that they have at the at the D D N D tackle linebacking position, man, how many do you keep? There's going to be
3: a good good player or two that are going to be released.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guys, look at the look at the interior guys. Look at the interior defensive lineman. Of course, you're going to keep Fletcher Cox because you're paying him a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. Um, Javon Hargraves, you got to use you got to keep him. You know why? Because he's the only guy that can really transition seamlessly from one. Two-gapping technique yeah. to being a one-gap technique. What I mean by that, the three, if, if you're running a 3-4 three, three, defense, that nose guard has to virtually be a two-gap guy. He has to handle both A-gaps on each side of the mm-hmm. center. He's got to hit him, take control of that guy right there, and stay right there in the hole and keep the guards from getting up to the linebacker on run plays. He's the only one that's done that. And, I mean, Davis has done it when he was in college. Fletcher Cox hasn't done that before. He doesn't want to do it. He made it plain plain and evident he didn't want to do it. But he understands in order for him to be successful here, he's going to have to do it. Then you, so that's Fletcher, Hargraves. You got to keep him because he knows the system. Davis, you're going to keep him because he's the first rounder. But then you have Milton Williams. Milton Williams is going to factor into this also. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You got Marlon, uh, what was it? Tua Polo? Yeah. Whatever his name is. uh, From USC from last year, sixth rounder from last year. He's got it, you know, he wants to make the team also. A guy that nobody's really talking about, but who's been dominant in these last practices, even though we did not have any pads on, was Marvin Wilson, number 73. He showed a little bit as far as two gapping that other guys couldn't do. He's been able to do it. So there's so many, you know, so much versatility in these guys. And, and a guy from last year is probably going to be cutting out out of the whole situation is Taron Jackson, number wow. 75. Yep. Remember, he wow. was a good pass rusher towards the end of That's the right.
3: year. That's right. Yeah, yep. no question. Yep. Interesting wow. stuff. All right, so we come back. We're going to keep going with this. Uh, we're, we did receiver. We did linebacker. We're going to dive into safety, running back, and tight end. We'll get in all those spots. And again, some of this could be, you know, what's after the starter? How does this thing break down? Do they still need to add to those positions? We'll get into all that when we come back. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network.
7: Go for the Pulse
9: Mommy slam dunk champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really. Don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go to writer, go to look thank you Mama. Mama, go. Oh, Mama! She did it.
8: Again?
0: You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United
7: Healthcare.
8: Uh huh.
3: Yes, hour number three of the program. You all right, Gunner? You ha- inhaling I'd, those chips during the break? What's going? on? I Had on? to
5: run downstairs to get one of my favorite snacks of all time—hers, red hot chips. Oh Bro. boy! Ooh, I love you. How many
4: times? How many times have I bought them from you when I went to go? Uh, when I go to Wawa?
5: One? I know, man. <laughs> hers, hers, and us make the greatest red hot chips ever. I love these things, man. So, excuse me. I don't mean to be rude, but I got to get one more bite.
3: There you go. Get, get it in <laughs> you, man. You better have some water with you. That, that you can wash that down. And it... I don't need water. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see how this, hey, how you hold up here during this. Hey, segment. good news. Good news, boys.
5: Yes. They're putting the pavers down outside below the new All bed. right. You're
3: getting there slowly uh, but surely.
5: Yeah. I'm still upset about my grass, but it's starting to take shape. It's looking nice.
3: I love it, man. I
5: may just when they're done, I just go out there and just lay in the middle of the deck. After all, I paid for it, so I can do that. <laughs> do that. You
3: should me do that. Me and hey, Dell are uh, just gonna lay out there and, and soak in the sun. <laughs> I like it. I see I uh, see Randall uh, has joined back in in the discussion. We haven't seen Randall in a little bit in the chat section. So what's up, Randall? Good to see you. All right, so guys, let's uh let's continue. Barry, that was a, a master class in the linebacker position, uh depth chart, by the way. Um I appreciate, it, man. I
4: appreciate, I appreciate you guys letting me break it down like that of Absolutely, of course. It's, 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 some people don't realize, you know, how how, how they have to call those defenses. That's why I'm still yeah. not confident that Gannon can can pull this off of being a multi-front defense when you have guys that need to learn how to do that first before you can implement it. You know, what it, I'm it almost
3: feels like they're th- they're gonna try a lot of things. Like I'm, all, I don't know, I'm big on like. Let's master something before we're throwing 70,000 different things at them. But anyway, I don't know. We'll see I, said
5: how it, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. You have such a wealth of, of talent now. I can see situations where you overthink a situation and have to waste the time out at a crucial point of a game because you're second and third guessing yourself in terms of what personnel you want out for this situation, mm-hmm. whether it's a third and short, third and long, whatever the case may be. And, you know, they're going to end up wasting timeouts to try to get this thing Right, until you can get it consistently going.
4: Yeah. Right, right. It's, it's gonna be tough, man. And you've already got guys you already you've already had the, the main guys tying in and, 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 and believing in it. Right. And once they turn Fletcher Cox and Fletcher Cox is now into it, you know, he wants to do it now, that's half the battle. So you right. at least have these guys right. gonna be on the right. same page. Can they consistently flip flop like a like, flip flop like that throughout even series to series, I can see you doing it, but like during the same play, that's going to be tough, man. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be real tough. You know, because um, conceptually, it, it, your defensive line has to have the mindset to be able to do both. 3-4, you're trying to hold up offensive linemen getting the linebackers. 4-3, yep. the D linemen are going to be the ones that are highlighted, getting up the field and creating havoc. You know, one's a linebacker-driven um, defense, and that's a 3-4, or 50 defense. But then you got to look at the four down defense. That's highlights the guys up front, the defensive line. So you got to be able to do it, man. It's gonna be tough though, but I mean they have athletes that can do it. They have the they have the athletes now to either be a great three four team or it's gonna be a lot of trouble. Mm. Oh boy. Mm. All
3: right. Stay tuned, as they say. Uh let's look at safety here because the it, it, it appears the starters are gonna be Anthony Harris. And Joukowsky Tart is how it's pronounced, uh, at, at free and and strong, but there's a lot of case to be made for Marcus Epps. You still have Kayvon Wallace, who was a high draft pick. Uh, you know, there's the Jared Maiden, Reed Blankenships that are, that are kind of still floating around there. So who are your starters? Who are your backups? It, will it play out? That'll it be Tart and Harris. Because I feel like Epps is going to have something to say in this, and I think they like Epps a lot. I think Epps could could surpass Tart potentially.
4: Um, I I don't want to get into a de- uh, dissertation again, but
3: dissertate away.
4: <laughs> I I think that uh, actually I think that Epps is going to start. EPS and Harris will start out being the starter. That's what I think too. I think Tart is going to be a major um, piece in this defense because they, you know. Years past, they've loved, before Gannon, to run three safety defenses. I call it big nickel. Nickel being two safeties in a game, big nickel being three safeties in the game. Tart is the guy that you want to be that linebacker slash hybrid safety, well, slash hybrid linebacker type of guy. You had Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm could do it. Malcolm could play the run, come up and fill but still could cover tight ends or maybe get in a slot um and cover a wide receiver or even a running back out of the backfield. He's also a guy that's gonna blitz a lot. And and he has the size to do it. Tart is a big he's the same size as our linebackers. He's six foot two twenty. A safety. Six foot two twenty. Mm. So I don't know what his covering skills are. They didn't ask him to cover a lot in um in San, in San Francisco. Graham. Yeah. He was more of a guy that's going, you know, in the box. Hence, that's why, you know, he he took it to the chin. He took it on the chin and said, hey, I'm the reason why we lost the game. At the end of the game, he could have made a play. And they ended up catching, the um, you know, catching the ball, kept the chains moving. Yeah, up I mean, it's a ball he
3: should have had. I mean, right. yeah,
4: he should have had it. He just dropped a, a, a pick. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, that's why he's a DB instead of a wide receiver. Um, But, I mean, the size that he is, man, like, he's a big dude, man. A big dude. <clears throat> to play the safety position. So he, I can see him hovering around that, you know, interior playing inside the box, being that box safety for him. And Epps being a, a high safety and, uh, and, um, and, and Harris being the other high safety.
5: You know, Barrett, based on what you're saying, um, you know, Malcolm Jenkins did it. He was every down. If, if Tart, how, how effective can Tart be if he's being spread? And I'm not saying you're not right. I, you know, I agree with you. It could be Epps. Um, Epson Harris is your starters. You know, I, I agree with you hundred percent. But for a dude that size, you, you gotta utilize his skills a lot more than situational. When you're talking about a safety that can come down in the box, cover the tight end, you know, blitz, blitz through a gap, try to give you a blitz from the edge. You got to find a way to utilize him. But when, when I look at Tart though and you look at the pedigree of defense he played under Sala and um obviously um Ryan. Yeah, D'Amico to Ryan. Runs. To me, it's a red flag. Why did you let him go? I mean, he already figured into your cap situation, and all of a sudden, you just let him go. So, why all of a sudden is he <laughs> on the outside looking in? But there, as we, there you go, there you go, asking
4: relevant questions. I go. know, I know. There you
5: go. I mean, but you look at what happened. Patrick Robinson comes here for one year, and look at what he did for this team. So, it worked out. You know, you look at what Steve Nelson did for this team last year, it worked out. You know, but I look at that pedigree in San Francisco, and, if, and I'm always doing this when a good player, when a starter is let go somewhere else. Why was he let go? What What are we not seeing here? We're happy, we're elated because he's coming here to help fill a void that we so desperately needed. But why did you let him go? You know, just like that, without putting up a fight. He also has
4: injury issues, also. Yes, too. he did. You know, right?
5: Yeah, he he uh, last year played 14 games, but before that, it was like seven games, mm-hmm. two games, or something like that. Uh, yep. Prior couple of years. So yeah. He, you know he's had the injury history as well, but I, I like Epps, but I still don't like him as much as Barrett does. Um, <laughs> Epps still has to show me show me something. You know, every time I would see Epps make a wild play, I would see him make three or four plays. Going, are you not paying attention? You know, you know what I mean. Um, and, but he's young though. He's there young you go, and go, he's learned. You go making sense again, D Gun. There
4: you go. Again, there you I, go know, man. I know,
5: I know. But yeah, I'm always looking at both sides of this thing. You know, and it's. You know, and then you know we 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 leave out Kayvon Wallace. Now, Kayvon Wallace is another guy. If you're building for the future at some positions, you have to build with the youth movement. Mm-hmm. And so when I I see Marcus Epps and Kayvon Wallace not getting a lot of reps because of people in front of them, unless somebody's injured, you know, and you know we need the Eagles need to find out. Do they e- need to use another one of those first-round picks for that position the next year? Can, you know, I mean, they've already looked at I, – I guarantee you, Eagles, like everybody else, they've already looked at who they're keeping and who they're not going to be able to keep for 2023. Yeah. So the draft picks are always, okay, we need – when we go – when we send our college scouts out, we need to hone in on this position and this position first and foremost.
3: I'm not. I'm not a fan of a lot of these guys. I I don't love Tart. I don't love Harris. I, I like yeah. Epps, and yeah. I'm not so. I don't. I don't know about Wallace right now. Just the, back to your point on Tart, guys. So he's played 14 last year, seven, seven. the yep. year before, 12 the year before, eight the year before, nine yep. the year before. It's been a lot of time missed. So you can't you can't count on him to to be a, a you know a 17 game right. guy for you anymore. Right. Just not. It hasn't been his history. And, um, I,
5: and I'm not saying I don't like Epps. I think he has a good upside, but I yeah. need to see more of him because I've seen more flaws in his game than I have consistency. And again, it's because he's a young player evolving. It's yeah, you give him some rope. Yeah, you give you, him you some understand. room to
3: grow. Hundred
5: percent. You know, and I think
3: I do believe it's not just team speak. I think they like him. I think they feel like there's there's you know a lot of potential there for, yeah. for Marcus Epps. So all right, so that's that's safety. Let's uh let's jump to running back so because you think, uh,
4: before we it, So they usually keep what four safeties? I think so.
3: Some of that depends on special teams play yeah. too.
4: So um I I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the roster. That that's it. The four, you know, you got Tart Wallace, Epson Harris. Uh I know they like this kid, uh, was it um uh, Andre uh C H A C H E R Yeah
3: Sherew? Yeah, Sh- Sh- yeah, Sh- Sh- yeah. Sheree
4: Sh- yeah. Sh- Sh- yeah. Sh- yeah, uh, that's his name, Andre Cherie. He played a little last year. Yeah, he did. They like him also, so he plays special teams. So, right. I mean, they might I, they keep seven linebackers, five, safety. Yeah, there's only
3: so many. It's 53, man. I don't know, <laughs> oh, man. I, don't <laughs> I think, think expand people. the roster
4: to 70. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I think teams are going to be keeping a real close eye on the Eagles come cut down yes. time and be yes, grabbing absolutely. some of these dudes up, man. That's absolutely. for sure. Um, all right, running back, again, this falls into the category of you know, we know Miles Sanders. We know Boston Scott. We know Kenneth Gainwell. Like, boom, boom, boom. We know those three. The question is, after that, is it Huntley? Is it somebody else? Do they look at this and say we're just not big enough? We need to bring I don't know Jordan Howard back or grab somebody else from the outside. They I know they 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 had they signed a kid as an undrafted free agent uh, who's got some size. Uh, I'll pull up his name in a second, but you know, I, I think. Brooks, the Kennedy Brooks, the yep. kid out of uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah. So they're the. Um, that's kind of what we're looking at. But I guess the question is, can you get by with those three little dudes? And I'm not saying like, yeah. like Boston Scott's like a rock. He's a he's bowling not, ball,
5: man.
4: It's but he's
3: five not five six, bro. I, I, I yeah, right. I know he, he's kind of like Sproles ish kind of built. Well,
5: yeah, um, but much bigger,
3: taller than Sproles. But yeah, but no,
5: no. I'm talking about in terms of physique, oh, much cut. bigger. Yeah, no, yeah.
3: I, I, no doubt. He's ripped up um But so, is it as simple as hey, hey Jordan, you 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 ready to come back
4: or how does this work? I don't know if they they bring Jordan back. I think they might. I be don't either. else. Yeah,
5: I don't either. And I don't know if Huntley is the answer because he's only five nine, one ninety three. Yeah, he's not. Big. He's a
4: special teams guy. Yeah, right? he, I think yeah. he'll be the returner. I think that'll be his saving grace. He's oh, a kick I
5: returner. Hope, I hope not of being on the squad. Not. I mean, it's nothing against him, but I just want to see some speed back. I want to see some well, some actually, electricity. He's, right.
4: he's, a, he's like a four 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 three guy. I'm,
5: I'm not I'm not a big. I've, I've watched him return, you know, and, and he's okay. Yes, yeah, see, you know? see, he's a straight ahead runner. You know, I want yeah, somebody yeah. who can be elusive. You know, he can he can pop in one way and spin back the other way. I want like a Deshaun Jackson type. You know what I'm saying? I, I want one of those guys. You know, but
4: then you got to go to Britton Covey then.
5: Okay. <laughs> but there may not be room for him
4: because he's going to be on the practice squad. <laughs> but that,
3: you know, but you, you're right. at some point though, guys, you got to be a threat in the return. I know kickoffs yeah. are like don't even happen that much anymore. Right, but
4: right, right. your it's punt cool.
3: return game, you, yeah, I, who is it right
4: now? Yeah, that, 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 I know. That, so don't say that because because you might hear something you don't want to hear. What's that? Jalen Rager. Oof. Stop! Stop it. Stop it. No. Now, you no. know what? I, I Here's
3: the thing. I don't want to hear it, it's and you're right. Me. I don't want to hear it, yeah, and right, you're right. right. Look, look. Look. That could you be mean, how you justify he's on the team, too. You, yes. mean,
5: you mean, Jalen, it's not just a job. It's an adventure, Reagan? A yes. Reagan, with Reagan, when it comes to <laughs> fielding the ball, that's, you not know, being able to for, judge a ball in air.
3: You know, for oh. as much as they've done – Like, that's an indictment that Rager's even in a discussion for the – like, that position was not addressed. Stop, Uh, stop, stop it.
5: I I think Barrett's right.
3: I think Barrett's right.
5: I don't want to say Barrett's right. I can't admit it. I can't admit he's right.
4: No, but see, that's why they're going to keep Jalen Rager around, bro. I'm telling you, they're hoping hoping and praying that he gets it right now and understands he's on a – they've taken him on a long run with a short leash.
5: Yeah. But like I said earlier – if you ever had an opportunity to get from out get out from under the embarrassment of a young first round draft pick, this year is it. Because your fan base is supporting you, deleting him. Yeah, you brought in AJ Brown. Devontae Smith is a first round pick. Qued's walking ceiling is 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 unlimited right now. If there was ever a cloak and dagger time where you can usher this dude out and nobody would say anything.
3: You might even get a standing ovation. This is it. Eric. it's a great point. They build up enough equity with this offseason that you could pull it off. Like, it, it's never it going to go away because Justin Jefferson's always going to be brought up, right? You got to be two but,
4: guys yeah. that they have to do that for then. Who? Darth Othega-Whiteside and Jalen Rager. I
3: think people have almost people, for, people for forgotten about
4: Whiteside. Yes.
3: I, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't th- even think that's – you know, everybody just kind of knows what that is, Barrett. But the if,
5: fact that they moved him to tight end, he's already got one foot out the door. Agreed.
3: He's, he's yeah. well, so you got a first and a second round pick.
5: I'm telling you, this is that rare luxury, Barrett. Yeah. Any other time it would be brought up about, look at it, Howie Roseman did it again, blew it on a first and second round pick. Everybody in the tri-state region who is an Eagles fan would stand up and give them a standing ovation if mm-hmm. you deleted Umbrella umbrella Whiteside and Rigor from the equation.
3: I'm telling you, you had, right now. You had to go umbrella, didn't you? Yeah. I'm telling you right now. You had now, to work that in. Yeah. Well, it's like the I,
4: perfect. I hope that. I hope that he. I hope that he has the, the biggest. I told you so. Get off! Don't start sweating me now. Who? See what I'm doing now, Rager. I hope he's. I hope he's just screaming at from the hilltops above, because he's making the squad. Because of that. I'm as the of wind,
5: as a gust of wind, is the umbrellas taking him away like Mary Poppins. <laughs> I'm just. Saying. I'm
4: just hoping. I'm just hoping he can come back and say, "I told you, B. Brooks. Ed, F. You. Look at me now. I'm balling right now. Look at me now. I hope that's the case."
5: Time out. Time out. Do you honestly believe that Whiteside? I don't care about his blocking prowls. What now? I'm once... not talking about Whiteside.
4: I'm talking about Rager. Oh, Rager. Whiteside, yeah, Whiteside's gone. But I'm talking about okay. yeah, Rager right now. Come on, B. I, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just being realistic because I, I. I know GMS. I know. I know teams and. This is exactly, I hope that that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that he can come back and tell me, B. Brooks, you bashed me for a whole two years. Look at me now. I'm balling. I agree with you. There. He's going to be on this squad. That, like, would
5: that, exactly. would a, exactly. that would be a great rags to riches story. That would be a
4: great rags to riches story. You're right. But you've yes. had
3: two years of everybody dumping on you, right? And rightfully so. Not like you haven't earned it. But you've had two years of people dumping on you, calling calling you a bust at every second, Justin Jefferson this, Justin Jefferson that, right? Yes. If by now, if you don't have enough pent up inside of you from listening to that that you want to stick it to everybody, it ain't there. So we'll we'll see it, I think, right away in camp if Jalen Rager is going to have any of that, you know, foundation, if you will. But I just don't know if the talent's there, man. I don't don't know.
5: Man, Philly five nine nine five five nine is brutal. Man, you see this comment? Wow! If Rager was one of my dogs, I wouldn't even walk him. He ain't getting a leash?
6: That's, <laughs> hey, ca- that's,
5: that's straight up. That's that's right hey. there. That's some uh, that's Alonzo from Training Day stuff oh, right there. Right,
6: right, right, right. Man, that's
5: brutal. That's Nino Ooh. Brown. Cancel this. That's straight, yeah, I'll cancel. buy another. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's some straight Nino Brown stuff right there. All
3: right, so man. we kind of veered off, but what, what are we looking at in terms of a fourth running back? Are they bringing in a big? What are they going to do? I think they're going to have
4: to. They're going to have to because, like, this at this point, Sanders and Kennedy Brooks are the two biggest guys they have yeah. at the running back position. Both mm-hmm. of those guys are around 212. Nah, nah. Okay. And you Jordan Howard's be-
3: always out there, feels like. You know, kind of break now, glass in case of emergency.
5: Now, I will say this. Over the last couple of years, in support of – Boston Scott. Boston Scott has been that short yardage guy. Yes, he has. And he is a bowling ball. That dude is not easy to bring down. He's tough. He's a tough guy. I'm telling dude. you, man. He bounces off people like pinballs, man. Yep. I'm telling you. He's got that lower center of gravity. I'm a big fan of his. I'm a big fan of it.
4: And I can't emphasize it the Giants. The Giants fumble, kind of.
5: Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, come so, on, now. Every running back fumbles. Miles Sanders fumbles. They all fumble. Pro Bowl running backs
4: fumble. It happens. Right. I mean, my boy, Jerome Bettis. Fumble fumbled, he fumbled. Uh, against, Ooh, against the Colts. I mean, the Roethlisberger yeah,
3: trip, man. That was the, right. the biggest play he made that whole year, Roethlisberger. Yeah, to
5: yeah. Was that a corner or safety you picked up that ball? Because I wonder how – It was Sanders. Was,
3: or wasn't it Bob was Sanders? No, no, it no, wasn't no, no. Bob
4: Sanders. It was actually – look at this. Listen to this. The cornerback was a starting cornerback, but the night before the Super Bowl, he got caught cheating, and his wife cut his knee. What? So he didn't start the game, but he was Ooh. out there – for that play. So, the reason why he didn't run away from Ben is oh. because his knee got cut. So, everybody was like, Yeah, oh. we should send his wife half our playoff check because she gets a ring. Yeah, but, she yes, gets a ring. Yes.
6: Yeah.
4: I wonder if he yes. still gets
5: ribbed about the fact, dude, you got tackled by a quarterback yes. in open field. Oh, wonder, that's crazy.
4: Really? Yes. I never heard that story. He was a starting cornerback. I was. I, corner- I, I, I forget his name. I forget he and his wife's name. But I was so happy because he got it and he was running back. But, what was, was that
3: 04 Barrett?
4: Yeah, 04. Wow. No, oh five. It was 05. 05.
3: 05.
5: Yep.
4: 05. He was the starring wow. cornerback. And she cut his leg. All you gotta do is um look up uh that game. All right. What's uh, his name? Let's Robinson see or something.
3: It, was it Mike Doss?
4: Nope. wasn't Mike was Doss.
3: Was it Nick Harper?
4: Nick Harper. Jason yeah. David. Nick Harper. Wait, we got to
5: see this here. Let's see.
4: Nick Harper, number
3: thirty-one, I think. If it, if that's the right guy,
5: Harper. Yeah. Let's see here.
3: That's what that's. It could have been. Oh man. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of other guys it could have been, but that, he was one of the starters at least for for that season. So,
4: anyway, uh oh, all right, let, while we're looking at let's look, January 17, 2006. The wife of Indianapolis quote quarterback Nick Harper was released from jail Nick on Harper. a $5,000 uh uh $5 bond January 17 facing charge of stabbing him with a fillet knife during an argument at their home. Dang. Daniel Harper 36 spent the weekend in the um in Hamilton County jail after her arrest in January.
3: Damn, man. Yes. Yeah, Nick Harper. Yeah. <laughs> crazy nick harper crazy. yep all right um wow. lastly let's uh let's jump over to the tight ends so we know dallas goddard is the starter so let's beyond that you got jack Stoll, who's a blocker who's not gonna do a whole lot for you down the field you got tyree jackson who may not be ready for the beginning of the season who they just looked awesome before he got hurt at the end of camp and then came back and got hurt in the season uh he's a converted quarterback out of buffalo you have Grant Calcaterra, who was uh, drafted out of SMU. I think he was the seventh round pick out of LSU, former Oklahoma Sooner. Uh, unless I'm missing somebody, that's kind of what we're looking at at tight end here. Who's here? Who, who's the backup? Or is it someone not on the roster right now? How does this look?
4: Um, I think Stoll will st- still be the backup. Um, I do too. And
3: they—they
4: Cal- like—they they like, they really like,
3: they really like
5: Calcaterra. They really like this kid. Yep. Um, I think Stoll is the backup until Jackson is healthy. He okay. hasn't been healthy for two years. But this this dude, six seven, and what he showed the preseason, his ability to go about he's a he's a mismatch he's a nightmare matchup. If he's whenever he gets right, I think he moves into the number two spot behind Goddard.
4: I think so also. I mean, we're talking yep. about six, seven, 250 yep. pounds, and yep. can run. He just didn't show anything. He didn't show anything during the regular season. He no. didn't have a catch. He didn't have a reception. He got targeted like maybe four times and didn't have a catch. Mm-hmm. We were waiting for that catch and all of a sudden he gets hurt and blows his knee out. Um yep. uh, during the game. It was the end of the season. I think it was against Dallas. Yeah, it was December. It was in December. Yeah. Yeah, so he blows his knee out. But he they love him. I love him. Uh any aspect that you know he he had he he checks all the boxes. But being on that field. Yeah. Checking all the boxes, you know what I'm saying? They have to they have to coordinate. They are they are together. There's just this is like D gun and, and 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 other you know other guys besides you know me that you know what? separation between you know state and church. Yeah, that's right. co-worker
5: that's right in
4: Delaware. I mean that's his that's, right. just, that's just the way of thinking. But that's right. Those two they gotta they gotta coincide, you know, before we can say he's good. But right now you can't take any away from Jack Stall. He 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 worked his butt off. Yeah, he did Was freshman year, I mean his rookie year. And uh, became a player for him, you know. Became a blocking tight end for him. Uh, showed the ability to go out there and catch. And he, he's definitely a solid. He's a solid backup. He's just not going to blow you out the water like Jackson can. Okay. Uh, Grant um, Grant is a guy that he can come in and play. Man, he can definitely be. He your gets guy. down the
3: field. He he is a down the field threat as it you guys. Yeah.
4: So yeah, he can he. And plus, that's you know that's another one of um, that's another one of uh, Hertz's guys <laughs> from Oklahoma. That's
3: correct. Yep. That's he transferred, transferred from Oklahoma
4: to SMU. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. He took a year off. So, you know, he could be. So, that
3: so, so Tyree starts the year on the on the injured list. Stolo's the, pump, the yeah, backup. Put, Calcaterra
4: makes the team. And th- that's your three. Yep.
3: That's my three. Yep.
4: Okay. All right. This will be the last. That there, there will be no more Richard Rodgers on the roster.
3: Oh, man. He seems to always be there, man. It's, yep. it's unbelievable. All right. We're going to step aside. We'll come back. Uh, we'll dive into a little open talk. We got a bunch of different things. Uh, to get at, including a little, Philly's doing a little upgrade to the uh, to the ballpark, which I'll inform you of when we, when we get back to uh, Citizens Bank Park. We'll talk about it all. And Gunner's going to eat his chips during the break. So don't I'm, don't I'm about
5: do to a, scarf some chips. Yeah, we'll see how, see how
3: he's surviving after he goes hard here during the break. I'll be talking like this for the last segment. Exactly. All right. So Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports State, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Don't go anywhere. Go for the polls
9: Mommy slam dunk champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. Alright, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to writer, go to look, cafe, mama, go! Oh, mama! She did it. Again?
0: You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare.
8: Uh-huh.
3: What's up, everybody? Welcome on back. We are Take on this Thursday. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis, hanging with you. All right, so the Phillies, I think you guys would be interested in this. We, we know what uh, what fun it is to watch a game at Citizens Bank Park, that's for sure. Um, but they announced they're constructing a new video board, 77% larger than the current display. Jeez. It's going to be in place for opening day 2023. Listen to this. It's going to be 152 feet wide, 86 feet tall jeez the, compare current dimensions are 97 by 76 like okay like when are they, that when are they is a, this up? it'll be ready for 23 for the opening wow. of, of next season like wow. that is you guys have been to uh jerry world in dallas oh yes i find that thing almost distracting it's so big like oh, i'm yeah. watching that instead of watching the game
6: 60 That's yards
5: amazing. long i tell you what in in the, in the uh what is it the uh the pixel, uh, it was like over a million megapixels at the time. The first time I stepped in at Dallas Stadium and I got on the field to see this thing, I was like this for like two minutes. I just, <laughs> yeah, me too. And it's like, you know, you don't want to pay good money to go to a game to watch the game on TV, but Dallas that stadium seats eighty over eighty thousand for football, and I'm talking about it's high up. So if you're sitting way up high and you're looking down on the players, like looking at ants on the field. Yeah, but to have that sixty-yard-long screen in front of you with the clarity of it, I wouldn't feel so bad watching the game from up there. To be well, honest I, with
3: you, I was do du- I was down there and um during the week leading or the weekend leading in the, the final four in the national championship game. It was uh, I think Wisconsin and whoever Wisconsin lost to Kentucky. Oh, I mean, they I don't,
5: lost to. Was, they lost to Duke. It was, was a it Duke, Duke, Duke or Kentucky. Uh. I, but they lost lost to Duke. Uh, well, I'm honestly.
3: blanking, but yeah. So I, I'm, you know, the games were played there, and yeah. I, I'm in the press box, and and you're right, it it was insane just looking at this thing. So, but anyway, um, there's that for the Phillies. I wanted to show you this because you know teams are are adding that you know the third uniform in the NFL and that kind of thing, and Eagles fans are gonna finally get their Kelly Green uh, fix on. The Bengals are going with a unique look here. Which I think Ooh. looks awesome. Oh, I like that.
4: That looks <laughs> hot, bro. Oh, I, I like it. I like that it. is
3: fire right there. That's the Bengals alternate uniform. That's Ooh. Jamar Chase right there, with a you know little makeover to to last year. But yeah, white helmet with that white uni that that pops, man. That's that hot. does, That's man. All yeah.
5: like now, man. All these yeah. NFL teams becoming like Oregon now, man. All these multiple helmets and and, and uniforms. But you know, what? Sells,
3: baby, sales. You're right.
5: I, yeah. I, I you know when you talk about color schemes in the NFL. You know believe it, one of my favorite is is the Houston Texans. You know, I love that navy blue with the red trim. Uh I think that is really
3: sharp. Now the football Xander, we have that sucks. new they're all they're alt helmet they went with an alt helmet too guys. They went with a red Oh, oh yeah? as opposed to their usual uh blue um which we, we'll have we'll have for you in a little bit. But okay. Yeah, that's that, I am digging
4: the Bengals though. That's a strong Yeah, move. that's
5: strong. That's strong.
4: Bro, yeah. It it's like you said it sells. That's so much of a a, a huge draw marketing like, tool, you know, to get players to come. Like Oregon gets yeah. players not because of being up there in Oregon. I mean, there's 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 nothing in in, yeah, in, in
5: Eugene,
4: Eugene, Oregon, yeah. nothing except for those uniforms and Nike. And, um, Phil Knight, you know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? Phil Knight's um, built this. Uh, he built a, um, a, a an athletic facility out there. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in in honor of his son, his son went there. Yeah, his son passed away.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: but those kind oh. of uniforms, man, are just dope, man. Look at that helmet. Yeah, bro. That's see, dope. I like that helmet. I like that. <sighs> I do. You not digging like it, Rob?
3: It's okay. I, I, you know what? The more I look at it, it's not bad. I, I, I like their uniforms in general. I generally like their logo, the the, yeah. the horns. Yeah, with so the, I love with that the Texas the yep. uh, flag in it. It's okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't I don't hate it by any stretch. Give me it's give a, me some give me some color combinations in the NFL you like. I love the Chargers baby blues with okay. with the, with the gold. Right. Uh, that okay. hand, that's my favorite hands down. Really? Uh, oh god, I love that uniform, man. Um I the, the traditional ones kind of work for me. Uh you know, Green yeah. Bay and the Bears. And
5: th- those those I as many teams else. as many teams that, that are changing uh, color schemes now or when you talk about Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, all those teams in NFL, in NFC North yeah. should never touch their uniform scheme. It's it's just tradition. Yeah. And, and I say the ace. That's the same thing. Well, uh, Pittsburgh should never change.
10: They no, never Pittsburgh do. should never change yeah. They no. never do.
4: Yeah, And when they do change to that old, old one, yeah, like convicts out there. Oh, that's awful.
3: That bumblebee look that they yeah, – yeah.
4: Uh, No, But, I mean, just like Green Bay, they're old. With ones, they're all blue, blue. yellow. They're all- yeah, they're bad, too. They're bad, you too. Know, but I, you, I, you know, know what? What? I, li- I like the color scheme
3: of the uh, – they're not They're not good, but I like Carolina's color scheme.
5: I do, yeah, too. I do. like Carolina. Yeah, they're nice. I like uh, – believe it or not, I know people are going to hate this. I like the Patriots color scheme. You I know, hate again, the color scheme. With the you know the patriotic red, white, and blue scheme I, I agree with you. Yeah,
4: I like I the colors, I like color it.
5: combination.
4: I you know what I do like, I like um I like Seattle's colors.
5: Uh, I like Seattle. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like Seattle. That bright, bright lime green
4: mm-hmm. with the and that navy
5: blue. See, I'm a big blue. Blue is my favorite color, so anything with blue. Um let's see who else out there that I like. Um
3: Yeah, I like Buffalo's white. <laughs> That's not okay. bad.
5: Buffalo, Buffalo has that what red, red and blue also in it.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, I, I don't like
3: a... Cleveland. I never did.
5: Oh, yeah. No. Um, what, what do you
4: guys think? I mean, I think it was okay. Is Denver? Denver is okay. Denver's
5: okay. Denver's okay.
4: Okay.
5: Yeah. Uh, Kansas City is one of those traditions never change.
4: Yeah. Yep.
5: Uh, also, I like Arizona's road Arizona. I like
3: Arizona's dark
4: coat. I don't like uh, Arizona either. If, no, the, you know, if, I like. Yeah, Arizona. but you don't like
3: it because it was it should be St. Louis. Right, right, you know, New St. Louis squad from back in the day, yeah, Neil. Lomax. When I was there, yeah, they,
4: they mm-hmm. were there. When I, Vi Seguerra,
3: Vi, uh, Vi, yeah, Vi. yeah. Uh, Stump Mitchell.
5: Yeah, I don't like. A, I don't like the 49ers. I don't like that pewter, pewter, red. I don't. I don't either. You know what? I'm not a big
4: fan of it. i have never huh? been a big fan of any other uniforms, any of them. Who? Jacksonville. I don't like Jacksonville.
5: Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I
3: don't like the color scheme. I I don't know. That,
4: what about yeah. Miami?
3: I don't mind Miami. Yeah. Hmm. I don't
4: mind. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, I don't think they needed were... to change
3: the dolphin. I would have liked to the, yeah. they just kept the old dolphin for back in the day. I'm not, I'm not guys a fan like of the
4: books.
5: No, I'm just about to say, I'm not a fan of the Bucks. I'm, I'm a. I don't. Yeah. Man, I was just about to say that. Take it or leave it. Take right, it or leave yeah,
3: it. Right. All right. So uh, a couple other odds and ends. I, I wanted to hit with you guys. Um, I mentioned this earlier. There's there's 10 unvaxxed uh, Royals who won't be able to play in their series against the uh, Blue Jays. That's that's going to be interesting. But uh, today is National Mac and Cheese Day. Oh, heck no. no! National Mac and Cheese. Barrett loves it. Derek doesn't.
4: No, no. I, don't, I don't like – like, like, I'm not a big fan of cheese.
3: I, I don't I like cheese. mac and cheese. I love cheese. Need- it's easy, and it was great when, I, when the kids were little to just, like, boom, you whip it up in two yeah. seconds. But – I'm not a big fan of mac and cheese see
5: my wife my, my wife makes a great homemade mac and cheese everybody loves her mac and cheese um I, I'm not a mac and cheese I'm one of the few black guys you will meet that does not like mac and cheese <laughs> I'm just telling you I don't. Is that true Derek is that, is
3: that... I'm,
5: telling you, Barrett, you I, I'm telling
4: I'm not a big fan either like, I got no. I, I don't I don't like but see I'm not a fan of I, and I know that everybody's gonna get on me for this i am not a big fan of of, of Italian food What? Really? what no, no, nah. you don't like pasta Come on, man! I'll eat it, but it's not like I'll like I'll, I'll go to a oh, restaurant. My I won't request. Wow! It. I won't okay. request it. No, like I, I, me and Olive Garden. No,
5: that no, no, come on, man! Hey, we ain't talking about Olive. We talking about real Italian food. Even real, real Italian food,
4: food. like are I you serious? I'm not oh, a spaghetti God. dude. I'm not a. I, oh, love, I love meatballs, wow. though.
5: I love linguine uh, with a shrimp base and a, and a white sauce on it. Oh my goodness! Not I big love that. that's my
3: favorite man i'm I'm shocked like that's usually a go-to for
4: everybody man i I, I, I love chinese food though
5: okay yeah i know that i know that man i've seen you eat enough of it you should have a stock in chinese food i've seen that dude eat chinese food out of a box out of a
4: plate (laughs) man a chinese food i haven't seen this man eat and you know i'm not really a, a big steak guy either what? Really? What? No, I'm not really a steak guy. Like, oh, you had, if you had
3: your druthers, what's your favorite? What's your uh, Chinese? Would that be your go-to? My
4: go-to is, is Chinese food. Yeah. In oh. fact, I had my mom bring me Chinese food from St. Louis. Yeah. She packed it and brought it yeah. to me, and I ate it all in two days. You're not a steak guy. <laughs> I'm not a state guy. Remember, I went. Remember, we went to the. We went to the. Uh, oh God, we Mike were, Dick's we're Dick's in place. Chicago. Yes,
5: yeah. dude. yeah. My God, the Gunner's still embarrassed by this. Yeah,
4: but oh, no, it was Dickens. No. Dickens' It was, it, it was Dick's. Right? Dick's, Yes, it was Dickens. We and I ordered the chicken. He's like, Like, what's wrong with you? So he's talking to people he didn't even know. Did you hear what this guy just ordered? Sure <laughs> He didn't know this guy sitting next <laughs> to him. That's
5: right. Sure did.
4: I just sure did. It's he embarrassing. Just chicken, and then the dude's gonna be like this. That's like, right. i right. I started to flip him off. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. <laughs> like, worry about what's going hey, on over you there. Want,
5: you want chicken? Go to KFC, Popeye's, or Church's Chicken. You want chicken. You go to a high, high-end high steak restaurant, you have to sample the cuisine. You have to get you a nice steak. Unless you're vegan or something like that, you know, then you ain't eating steak. But, oh, my God. But but you're a kind of dick man right there, straight up carnivore. That dude can't eat it raw off the street. you look, look, carnivore.
4: Look. Mr. Taz said, "We're we're disowning you from the sports take family." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so you're you're sounding like me today. Okay, this is usually my territory where you're in. Right? No like I'll, steak, I'll no Italian. It. Yeah. yeah, I'll eat it. The yeah, Italian
5: chicken it. parm, Italian. You don't like oh. chicken parm? I don't. Eat, you like said Mr. Chicken over there. You, you, you don't like, like chicken spaghetti parm? and meatballs? Basic. Come I, on, like, man. I like meatballs. You like
4: meatballs. I like meatballs. shrimp sca- I don't You like it. shrimp scampi? I like shrimp scampi. Yes. Okay, I, you know, I, I trying... don't like tomato, like tomato sauce is something I, I like, I, I don't get, I don't get, I don't get ketchup on my fries or ketchup on my I don't either. W- or like a either. burger, you don't mayo. put ketchup don't on either. a burger?
5: Very no. seldom do I put ketchup on a burger. I'd rather have a little mayo on the burger. a, mayo on the burger. a mayo on the burger more so than ketchup.
4: Mayo and I'll, I'll try, put
3: mustard yeah. on it also. Really? I ain't
5: put no, yeah. I ain't put no dang mustard on burger. You do not like tomato
3: burger. sauce, man. That's not your
4: thing, huh? No. Yeah, that's not my thing. I just, not what I, like, right. in my family, they get pissed off because, my whole family like cheese aholics. I also yeah. like though I don't like I don't like salads. Like
5: I don't like potato salad. I or love just, good potato salad. We're regular, uh, it, but, but it depends on who salad? makes the potato salad, though. I don't like, pasta
4: salad. I like, oh, I like yeah. pasta salad. I like pasta I salad. I like pasta salad. All that? no I don't. I don't need all that. See, you know but
5: again, I mean? it it depends on who's making it because people there are some people who make potato salad and pasta salads. They should, it's a crime. They shouldn't even be allowed to touch it. Shouldn't even shouldn't do it. But well, there are some feel- people to make them. Oh my goodness, they're awesome.
4: So I just figure I'm grown now. And I do what I want to do, and I'm not eating that. <laughs> just like I don't, I don't eat liver.
5: So do you I ban? Touch liver. So do you ban your family from eating certain foods like? Uh-
4: no, no. I'm, I I'll make liver. Stop! Don't, don't drag me. <laughs> that was see, that was, <laughs> was going to.
3: I always. I had a clean escape today. Right, it was right, all right, all right. the heat
4: was going to be on Barrett. Don't- it wasn't even on you, bro. I mean, uh, the cream was on me and everything. Oh man! Like I don't, well, I don't. I don't. I don't. Like I don't I don't do that. Like I'm grown now. Like like I would never touch liver ever.
5: I don't uh-huh. think liver.
4: Like I'll make I'll make I'll make my family, I'll make the I'll I'll make the you know the liver form, I'll take it, I'll uh I'll I'll season it. Yeah, I'll bread it, it. Yeah. Right. and then I'll, I'll I'll fry it on both sides and I'll set it aside, make some homemade gravy, yeah, and then dip them inside of there, let them smother a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But you don't eat make it, make some mashed potatoes.
5: Here's here's the only way I eat liver is when I'm smoking a turkey. I put the liver in there with the smoker
4: and the gizzards too. I love gizzards. I thought you were about to say smoking weed. You Eat anything you smoking weed. <laughs> I get
6: ha ha, ha. everything. I get ha, ha,
5: ha. No, but you ever like you like chicken gizzards? Rob, you ever have chicken gizzards? No. no. Uh-huh. I like chicken gizzards.
4: You Rob, like, you know Rob would eat Rob, Rob, chicken
5: gizzards. I get no. We gonna get Rob to eat chicken, chicken gizzard. I don't think so. I'm telling, I'm telling <laughs> you, Rob, <laughs> a fri- fried chicken gizzard. I'm oh, telling man. you, Rob, you would love it.
4: All right. I'm telling. You. I go down south and I get like when I go to um, I do college football games. Yeah. I go down Come there and they, they have they have them in a um, they actually have chicken gizzards inside the, you know, like a like a Wawa. They yes. Have, like, the, oh, where really? The okay. Wawa is yes. down there. They have them inside of there. We, we used Rob, to eat, We used love. to. Eat,
3: my, I I I hated it when I was a kid. And I, this is like Barrett saying, "I'm an adult. I'm never gonna have it again." I, spam. We had spam a lot when I was a kid. I, I don't like spam. We didn't have it a lot. My, my father-in-law made.
4: My father makes this. He used to, you know. God rest his soul. But he he got me hooked on spam fried rice. Oh my god! I mean okay. fried oh rice god. like you make. No. You make yeah, fried we rice.
3: Didn't, we we would just have spam. No. My dad liked it. Ugh. Yeah, a spam yeah, on crackers
5: rice. and stuff. Or yeah. you know they spam. they were fried they were there was fry spam up and having them for breakfast. Yes, you know, having, that's, that, like, I yeah. that's true, yeah.
3: yeah. I can still smell it's it spam. being fried up in the house, and it just turns me off. You,
4: man. Look, you cut it up into a... little squares, and you fry it. You, I mean, you 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 like saute it.
3: Yeah, fry uh, so it so you know, it, it
4: gets a little harder. Yep, yeah. Then you uh put some onions in there, fry the onions with it, and then you add yeah. the rice you already cooked in the rice. You know, I'm saying Fry fried rice up, put an yeah. egg in it. Oh yeah, it's good fried rice. Spam fried rice is pretty good. No, man. I never, I never that's, had it before. Like that's I was like
5: eating. Uh, Spam's like eating. Uh, what's that Philly staple food? People like uh, uh, scrapple.
3: Scrapple. Oh, heck! Oh heck! No! No! no. Can't do it. Yeah, no. no, I'm good. I'm good. There. I'm, I'm with <laughs> uh, uh British Open underway, guys. Uh, I try to get an update on Tiger. I haven't, I haven't seen what he's doing uh, yet, but. Uh, they're out there, man. They started early. They're, they obviously the time difference there—what five, six hours, whatever it is—over yeah. uh, there. But they are, they are at it, and Tiger is playing in anticipation. For, so I'll, uh, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm rooting yeah. for him, man. Yeah, that, that'll keep me really locked yeah. in on this if he's competitive.
5: In this I thing. don't, I don't think it'll happen. But you're right, Rob. I would love to see Tiger be there on Sunday for the final 18 and and he's only five or six shots off the lead. Even if he doesn't win it, can you imagine the interest that would generate globally that tiger is still in the hunt on the final day of the British open?
6: Yeah. No,
5: what I'm doing just
3: to watch. It it would be huge, man. It would be huge if he were able to, uh, to hang in there. So uh, yeah, it could be interesting to see the way that uh, that shakes out birthdays today. I got to tell you, I like throwing these at you guys. It's not a great birthday day today. Um, what? Gerald Ford, who uh, was the president when Nixon resigned, mm-hmm. who took over, uh, for folks who may or may not remember that he took over, he was, uh, it was a short termer. he was in there and then Carter won the election in 76, but Gerald Ford, Conor McGregor, of course, the, uh, you yeah. oh, know, yeah. MMA, MMA guy, yeah. U- UFC, uh, and Darrell Rivas. That's about the highlights of the, Revis uh, Rivas Island, baby, Rivas Island. Yeah. Bro,
4: people don't understand how good he was.
3: No, in his prime, he was ridiculous.
4: I mean, you know, you could literally leave him alone and don't worry about him. That's right. All day long. Whole yeah. third
5: of the field, you didn't have to worry about on the back end.
4: That was yeah. crazy. He prime. was so and smart. Against your number one. Against your number one. It yeah. was crazy. Yep.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's what the Eagles thought they were getting with Dante Asamoah. Honestly. Who? Like, it, it, well, <laughs> right. Exactly. But, you know, they thought they were just going to get. Shut down. Never have to. He's he's a classic example, man, of just like uh, overhyped. Came here, got his money, and all right, shut it down, fellas.
4: He's he's a uh, movie star now, right?
5: Didn't find out till later that he was a product of a scheme out there. Yeah,
3: Yeah.
4: you know who's a movie star right now? Um, Davis. Davis, the tight end. Ben Davis. No. He tied in from uh, he was with the 49ers. Oh,
3: Vernon Davis, Vernon Vernon Davis. Davis? Yeah. Davis what? yeah. He's he's acting.
4: I didn't even know he he's was acting. acting, yes. He's an acting most like these black movies. Oh, like, really? uh, what's, what's yeah, what's um, what's uh, what's dude's name that does all those? Um, oh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Perry, yeah, Tyler Perry,
3: yeah. Uh, he's doing Tyler Perry movies,
4: yes, yeah. Oh, really? And, and it's pretty good. Like, I don't see, I don't see, you know, can't win with him, can't do it. I don't see him when I'm looking at the show. You know what I'm saying? I see yeah. a, a good actor out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know Bernie what? Davis?
3: I, to his credit, after Singletary went nuts on him,
4: he I, he did get it together after that. Dude, like, he, saved, he saved his life. Mike Singletary yeah. saved his life. Yep. Because that point on, he became a player. Bro, that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I will go back and watch that clip over and over again. Yeah. Can't win with him. Can't mm-hmm. do it.
6: Yeah.
4: I so would we, rather get a point of, penalty every single play yeah <laughs> man that, that to me is it, I, I isn't single
3: singletary is the classic example of it it destroyed him to have guys that didn't give effort like he did and and it you know what i mean like he, he could never get past that that's yep. a hard thing for a lot of guys it is, it is. you know that, that you that you're so not giving true. effort every second like he did on the field man he could he couldn't like he couldn't take it Nope. Like he literally couldn't take that. That was the case with with certain. He told guys. Vernon,
5: "Go back and get your helmet." Vernon left his helmet on the bench. Hey, go yep. back and get your helmet. Mm-hmm. He didn't get off the field. An yeah. embarrassing moment, but if, you know what Bear says is true. Saved his life. You know it he was looking, a good player. Can you, imagine, after that. can you imagine Mike Singletary coaching the days? Played these soft players today.
10: Can you uh, no,
4: no. no, no, and I man. think he knows. He I told, I, I talked to him. I actually talked to him. I was doing up there and doing an event in mm-hmm. Utah. Would vie, and Mike was there, and I got to sit down and talk to him. And I told him, I said, Hey man, you saved his life, man. You saved Vernon Davis' life." He said, "Man, yes." I, he said, "I saw a kid that, that yeah." He said, "I saw a young man that was going in the wrong direction, but he had all the right tools. He had the right map yeah. to go in the right direction, mm-hmm. right. but people were just so used to telling him how good he was rather than telling yep. him what he needed to work on." So that's wow. what he did. He told him what to work on, man. He saved yeah. his life, bro.
3: Saved props. his life. Yeah, I give him props, man. He, um, he he did, and and to Vernon Davis's credit, he, a lot of guys would have just checked out and tried to bury Singletary and say, you know what, whatever. But he, he you know, he learned from it, and I, I give yeah. him credit. That's not a not always an easy thing to swallow your pride a little bit, and he really Whew. did. That was a. That was fascinating, man. Those days. Jeez. But yeah, you don't see that much anymore. Guys don't get called out much anymore, that's for sure. All right. Uh so fun show, guys, as always. And we're back at it tomorrow at the same time, uh, noon Eastern. But don't go anywhere because you have the national football show with Dan Silio. Of course, I want to thank our producer, Xander Krause. Uh Gunner, how many chips have you have you inhaled since the since you got your, your bag? When I opened the bag, the bag was up here. It was full, about this full.
5: It's now down in here. Yeah, you're doing a number there. Can we? Uh, can you get a sponsorship
4: with that, man? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, hers, make it happen. Hers. If you pay attention, happen. hers. Make hers right yours. I'm yes. the number one
5: fan. I like that, bro. Exactly. Make, make exactly. hers D guns.
4: There
3: you go. <laughs> all right. So thanks to everybody in the chat room, everybody viewing, everybody streaming, everybody listening. We appreciate you, and we're looking forward to hanging with you tomorrow for three hours of power. For Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network.
7: Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the aahs. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at
1: theoceanac.com. Action News at Eleven with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together the stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at Eleven with Rick Williams.